here. Whew. How to use that shit, bro? Yeah. And we're yeah. <laughs> and we're live. So ish. ish, ish, right? Well, I mean, we're here. Right. I don't think we're brave enough to do live yet. We can't do live. We don't have the gear. So, <laughs> so, oh, unless we do Zoom in the same front in the same. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> so, so, you know, a bunch of little squares with like Hollywood squares. Oh yeah. So do it one day. <clears throat> so welcome to the Addies cast. You know, <laughs> I'm Hesco. That's James. James, and we got our guest here, Farmer. Uh, today's special day, of course, for Farmer. Yut. Speaking oh. of which, yeah. Oh, wow. oh look at that! Look at that! Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Got got a little gift for you. <laughs> so anybody out there's watching, Marines get treated appropriately. It's birthday cake. <laughs> there's a there's a birthday Kit Kat there. Short oh, camera. God. Woo! How many is okay. it? Two hundred forty-eight. Two of them for you. What is it, 248? 248. 248. And? And? A gift. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't eat them all at once. Hearts and minds. <laughs> what does it say on the box? Color of kindness. Color of kindness. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, man. That's oh. a, I figured I'd keep that as a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's fantastic. You share man. the Kit Kats. So, uh, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Put it down. We'll eat it eventually. <laughs> so we just gave uh, So I'm going to have to do this a little different now because we got a lot of audio uh, audio only uh, fans and stuff like that. Just listen through our podcast through uh, our different audio um, programs that we got. We're on Spotify and on uh Amazon Music soon to be on iHeartRadio and uh, and uh, maybe Apple, but uh, who knows? Yeah, we're trying but, to push uh, out to as so, many as many platforms as we can to right. spread the. So today being the Marine Corps birthday, uh, farmer being a Marine, we just uh, just got a podcast gift of a box of crayons. Uh, Oh, and, uh, a special box of crayons. Special box of crayons with the colors of kindness. Oh, yes. Colors uh, of kindness, 24-pack crayons. Yeah. Right, right. Crayola, so they're the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that just hits differently. I mean, <laughs> you have to find out which one's your, your favorite flavor now. Well, yeah. Well, read on the back. I think it has the, the flavors on the back. <laughs> on the back, man. That's a side. Well, oh, no. no. <laughs> But of course, no, they're labeled. That's all. That's all the labels. Well, just give us a few. You gotta read the whole thing. I know you're spread your wings. Around. Spread your wings. Spread your wings. Okay. Breathe deep. Mm, try not to. Long Have a scoop bits. of fun. Mm. So best buddies. That? What was that uh, thing that Westpac Marines do? What Cobra, Cobra Gold? gold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gets that. That's a different flavor there. That's a, that's a slice of nice. Yeah, that's exactly what they call nice. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Keep going if you want to. <laughs> yeah, they have one. It's uh, supposed to be seize the day, but it's spelled like the C, like being on our ship. Type right. I mean, to be to, to be honest, I mean, having 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 served alongside freaking all branches of the military, 
uh, in my time. I got to honestly say the Marine Corps is probably the most fun. Uh, they have karate belts. They have <laughs> yes, yes, we do. They have yep. birthdays. They have uh, they they have proms. Yep. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's dude, it's yeah. They they first time I celebrated Marine Corps birthday with the Marines. I was. It was uh, November 28th, I think, we celebrated Marine Corps birthday because all of us were in Fallujah mm-hmm. for November yeah. 10th. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Speaking with, the Okinawa Marines just had their birthday ball canceled. What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Operational reasons. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, you add that to the list. Yeah. Because we're going to go over something. I had a plan for the day I went over with you. but Yeah, so before we kick it off, so since uh, Farmer's a little guest, uh, well, not a little guess, dude. Like six yeah, he's like three. six three or something. So, uh, tell us a tell us a little bit about yourself. See who you are, what yeah. you uh, what you've done. You know. Um, well, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, I was in the Marine Corps mm-hmm. six years. Um, I was a signals intel guy. I was on a collections team. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot to go on with that, but. I've also done a couple other blue-collar trades after the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. driving a tow truck and being a painter for a little while. That was interesting. <laughs> and uh, welding, and somehow now got into law enforcement. And that's how we met. Yeah, through law that, enforcement. That's how yeah. we met. Now you said you were what in the Marines? Signals Intel. Briefly, what is that, and why? Why is that on the battlefield today? If it if it transmits. A radio frequency signal so basically anything cellular Wi-Fi handheld communications we are tasked with collecting intercepting and uh, deciphering mm-hmm. okay so that's a that's a large task and it's obviously broke down into smaller bits but <clears throat> collecting intercepting and deciphering mm-hmm. and then doing what with it disseminating to the uh, the infantry guys cool. so so for the lame man uh, in all battlefields, so the lame man. Yeah, the yeah. lame, the lay layman. Man, the layman. In layman's terms, lame. lame. Nah, well, <laughs> the layman. It's freaking Jeeves over here. So, uh, <laughs> goddamn. Watch it come so, up in like the the auto subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta put the copyright do- the, the, donut, the donut quacks yeah. quack <laughs> for every, every time I mispronounce a word. <laughs> so, uh, um. So for the layman, it's just uh, it, it, all battlefields have uh, commanders use. Um, you guys are familiar with over-the-top real-time strategy games, if I were to put it in uh, the simplest terms. You try to find out where the bad guys are, try to find out where they are in relationship to the good guys. And that's a constant thing that gets developed uh, through eyes on confirmation and through signals intelligence collection. So... <clears throat> um, it's trying to give give more of an operational um, view to the commanders making decisions for maneuver elements on where the bad guys are in relationship to their guys. Um, all that stuff kind of came into came into play um, after the once we started with third generation warfare or uh, fourth generation fifth generation warfare. We started um, in modern warfare. Started in World War Two, yeah. right? Well, after after World War Two, after World War Two, mainly. I love the history of that job. So. After World War Two, and uh, it, it, you know, there was a lot of lessons learned through the Vietnam era and stuff like that, where uh, units kept overextending their flanks and overextending their mm-hmm. uh, their friendly positions, mainly because uh, commanders didn't have uh, uh, in time, like up to date location 
of where they are. Yeah, they're sending troops in the blind. So, so there were a lot of times, you know, they're sending troops in the blind, depending on the geography, that could be, you know, that could be very devastating to uh, certain units. Um, hence the story of the Lost Battalion and some of these other things. So mm -hmm. those, are, those are misgivings in a battle board. Um, basically, the, the commander has lost track of where people are, and the commander on the ground with that maneuver element lost track of where he is in relationship to everybody that surrounds him. So that's where signals intelligence is uh, is pays it pays to have them on the on the field collecting and continuously updating right. um, where the bad guys are. Yeah, because they take care of that that, and they can say, hey, there's a lot of cell phone traffic going on after you guys drop that bomb over here right. and it's coming from this area over here mm -hmm. um if somebody wants a, a popular media way yeah. to just kind of view signals intelligence and what it's done in the past at least one big movie that i can think of that highlights signals intelligence is the movie midway i think it was in 2018 or 2019. Hmm. Uh, it's a modern yep. movie, pretty, pretty recently done no it is uh, yeah the, but it, it really highlights the importance and the critical nature of signals yeah, intelligence. because back then they didn't believe in it. Right. Um, the unit I was a part of... Which is what got Pearl Harbor bombed. Yeah. yeah the unit I was uh, with traces its roots back to the original platoon of Marines. Really? Back then. Mm. And they, they, they didn't believe in it. They're like, no, nah, there's no way. Yeah. Because <laughs> people's pride and ego got in, in the way of good info. Right. Plus it was new. Um, but the principle of what we call indications and warnings, which was my primary tasking, was we would go out with a manure element, and when they were doing their mission or whatever it may be, we were collecting on immediate radio traffic on their response. Right. So mm -hmm. being able to tell to the infantry guys, hey, we're about to get ambushed from the left. Next thing you know, they try an ambush and they just meet all the guns. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah. But it's a trade-off. If uh, if you're rolling with a SIGINT folks on convoy, you can't run the jammers. Mm -hmm. It's counterintuitive to, to our job. Right. But that takes a lot of trust because a lot of these guys... Got your information that you're going to be passing out is more important than their jammers. Right, and that we're quicker than the jammers just blanket operation. Right. So it's a... Uh, that's still very relevant today. It just has gotten a lot more difficult with encryptions and stuff like that. But it's very much still needed. Yeah, you're breaking through uh, through stereotypes too. So there's a there's a stereotype of uh, you know military intelligence being an oxymoron, mm -hmm. and then uh, people grow up in the Marine Corps, the Army, and the Air Force. They grow up knowing that. Uh, from years of getting bad intel and stuff like that, and now you got an intel element giving actionable on the time, on time. Uh, this was happening real time uh, information, and a lot of people question that. So they. Oh yeah. Yeah. So well, because for a long time, human was mm -hmm. the the cat's meow of the intel world per oh, yeah. se, at, at least in the eyes um, of the infantry. They wanted human. Um, they felt it was more reliable, but once they started realizing that SIGINT is truly more mm -hmm. reliable the fact that when you're calling your buddy on the phone you're not talking in code generally you're talking straight right mm -hmm. whereas in interrogation when you're talking face to face someone they'll lie to you mm -hmm. 
If anybody's wondering what human and signals intelligence and human intelligence, human intelligence yes. is people going and talking to people. Signals is intercepting signals and reading them. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a pretty neat career field to have been been a part mm-hmm. of and. Uh, uh, Certainly got, fascinating. Yeah, you got operational experience. Where, uh, whereabouts in the world? Uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, both. Right. Um, Iraq was mostly around the Ramadi area. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I've been there. Yep. yep. And then uh, Afghanistan was Marja, mostly. Marja. Yeah. Yep. It was in Habania in Iraq. It's right in between Ramadi and Fallujah. Yeah, been out there. Yep. 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 So fun place. That, that's uh, it was a great place actually for signals. Note four. Where Ramadi? <laughs> no, Habania. Habania. Yeah. Even though it was a, oh, yeah. a shitty place to be, yeah, it was a great place for signals. It'd skip, it'd skip off the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Lake Habania right there, just mm-hmm. south of south of Chaldea and Habania. <laughs> I drove a lot through Habania, but <laughs> never stopped. Never stopped. I drove a lot through it too. Yeah, <laughs> always stopped. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We we try not to. Yeah. You're driving a little bit more appropriate vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the situation. Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. Oh, yeah. 70 yeah. tons of armor. Yeah. yeah. With a big-ass cannon on it. Perfect. Yeah. No, I'm in a light-skinned Pajero. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going, going, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking goddamn butthole so tight and crushed diamonds. Yeah. Oh, man, I thought we were cool. We had the road bumpers for our home bees. Mind you, everyone else had MRAPs at the time. Oh, nice. oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're in home bees and we're like, oh, we got road bumpers. <laughs> yeah. I remember when well we uh, <laughs> so we started uh, we started using the rhinos on uh, to to break the IR. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that little that little box of, of mm-hmm. freaking heated batteries or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That to break the IR uh, line. So what the bad guys were using was uh, the garage door. Uh, IR beams mm-hmm. that'll stop a garage door from crushing babies. So they would put that across a piece of roadway, and as soon as it was broken, then the ID would go off. So we had these boxes that would break that that laser and uh, and set off the ID. Theoretically, well, the bad guys were like, "Well, shit, let's just angle it at them." Yeah. So <laughs> the, the pipe is 17 or 11 feet long. Right. Sticking out the front of your car, they just instead of hitting your side, you know, direct directly lateral to your car. Now they just angle it, and as soon as your damn box breaks it, ba boom, and you're just eating the ID anyways. Yeah, it's a yeah. And then the adaptability. Yeah, they they, they or they you know, space it. Yeah. Well, they space yeah. it pretty good, or they'll they'll lay it further down. As mm-hmm. the sensor's down there, and as soon as you break it, it hits the meat of your convoy. Right. It's a dude. I'm telling you, them bad guys get they get crafty. But uh, in Afghanistan, I found out that uh, a lot of their they're a lot more primitive with their signals mm-hmm. than uh, than Iraq. Iraq they they had access to a lot more technology. Iraq had more infrastructure. Right. Like so. Afghanistan, they they use those old icons a lot. Oh yeah. And like uh, I I remember plenty of times just being out there and just listening to the, to the turp with the icon. The icon is just fucking blah 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 blah. Like, Oh, they're talking. I was like, yeah, mm. we just got made. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. But the beauty it. of that with the SIGINT guys is we had equipment that would would give you a back azimuth. Yeah. So they're like, oh, there they are. So and yeah, so, there they're not. Yeah, so I tested some of the gear that uh, that we would get so the SIGINT guys could relate that back those back azimuths to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, okay, well... 
we got they're over here and you're over here before the gear you just had to plot the grid and get your grease pan out and start yeah. freaking doing your cross sections and, and do, start doing things and then because uh, they're reading so they're, they're reading falcon view which is the gps but you, we didn't have we couldn't read our own falcon view hmm. so we couldn't see our gps positioning uh but sigit could and 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 the jock could you know the talk or the or whatever the marines call it but the skiff mm -hmm. they uh they could see where we're at but we couldn't see it so we're still relying on maps so like okay well they're behind you um in this grid and you're like shoot so now you get that grid you plot it i was like okay well where the fuck are we <laughs> I'm like, all right, so let's let's get our GPS out and we freaking do that. And then while somebody's getting the GPS from the satellite, somebody's fucking plotting. And uh, well, all right, they're 700 meters back that way. Well, well, yeah. and I think to to put in perspective so, of what you mean by getting the GPS looking because it's so easy nowadays. Yeah. What was I forget what the name of that big old thing the was? Plugger. The plugger. Oh my goodness, the yes. Plugger. It was huge. Antenna, kachunk. It had to warm up. It, 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 you had the, the big-ass buttons. Yeah. Oh, have you ever used a plugger? You probably had one on a, as a wall. Yeah. 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 Right? Well, we carried that yeah. VCR freaking chunk of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you you had to read the... You had to learn to read the circles to mm -hmm. know how many satellites you got. And then just sitting there wondering like a freaking pendejo yeah. with this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and if you're I, lucky, you had the, uh, the chart... The, the chart, yeah, the chart. The chart for the satellites. It, so, so then you're like, okay, so here we go. And then yeah. I, I need a grid. And left button and up button, left down, left down, up down, left, right, 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 fucking A, B, and mm -hmm. snap, start, boom. It's like, <laughs> the, the night wasn't the, the yeah, cheat code for, yeah. for, cheat code for, for Contra. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had to enter a button combination yeah, yeah. just to get the damn grid. Is uh, then they, then we went to the the um, the Garmin Rhinos. Mm -hmm. Which was all right, and then Garmin came out with a with a smaller version that could be either on your wrist or on the usually on the buttstock of somebody's rifle um, with with a Velcro strap, yep. and uh, that would give you a pretty quick. But the rhinos, we found out that a small cloud. You're, 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 really? You're yeah. Back, you're back to square one. You know what I mean? Like, or you walk under canopy. Just the slightest like, interference. Like if well, there wasn't walk, a lot of satellites. You, right, right. Well, you're in the forest. As soon as you the get... The time in Iraq, we didn't have anything like that. Yeah, but if you get if you get into thick stuff, yeah. it, uh, that's done too. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you had we to had be... old school maps. You know, <laughs> you had to be clear, had clear line of sight to the sky to get, get right. something decent. Well, you were in a tank, um, though, too. Well, so. then I was in an older tank, even for uh, the standard of the day. So the M1A2 was out when I was in Iraq, but my unit... Wasn't on the M1A2. It was on the M1A1A8. They didn't even paint them tan. No, they didn't even paint them tan. There's pictures I can prove it. <laughs> yeah, they were still woodland green because we all came out of Korea. So I mean, Korea back then, the units in Korea were treated like uh, treated like National Guard units. Right. So they, they got the secondhand equipment, and they got the stuff that really was done with the front lines because Korea never deployed. Well, guess what? Second Brigade. Yeah. Well, plus it's a you know look from a risk aspect. It's outside of the continental United States. Mm -hmm. There is some sort of risk of not getting it back. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> or just leaving it there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, or the, the consequences of that. The yeah. South Koreans produce a tank that's 
fairly comparable to the to the American Abrams. It is a nice tank. The K2. Mm -hmm. That is a nice tank. There's a uh, left seat or left left side of the vehicle uh, driver's hole, mm -hmm. and really just by like a layman looking at it, that's really the only difference between that and an Abrams. Mm -hmm. Other than the K2 is a bit smaller, but I mean, it's a nice tank. Mm -hmm. It really is. Well, yeah. No idea how effective it would be, but. Um, we haven't had a chance to try it. Yet. It's always effective <laughs> against infantry. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. AKA crunchies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Damn it. And uh, they that barely earned the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bones but, crunch. <laughs> but uh but aside from that, just kinda catching up just to see, you know, kind of bring bring you up to bring you up to the podcast and just kinda see what uh you know, breakdowns of, uh, we got a lot going on in the world right now. Like we have so many different tactical environments sprouting all over the world. And uh, just trying to get your perspective on how SIGINT and basically your line of work yeah. uh, relates to how some of this stuff is being, uh, how the operations would normally would, would right. be. We're going to go over like quite a few know, topics. and But we got a lot of, lot of things to cut through. Mm -hmm. there, there are pieces there that, but we have an idea where it's leading, and we want to get your perspective yeah. on yeah where it's yeah <laughs> where it's leading. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll get down to maybe what what people would do to uh, kind of prepare a little bit. Yeah. Um, things they can do. Yeah, it's right. it's hard. It's hard to disconnect. That's that's the only thing that gets you is to disconnect. Mm -hmm. And what people think is disconnecting these days is not disconnecting. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. But we'll we'll get down to it. So what are what um what are the topics for today? What you got? So what's, uh, what's the top of the on the top of the list for today? Local stuff. Local uh, stuff. Uh, local stuff being the uh, the Nashville shooter. Mm -hmm. uh, remember that uh, crazy bitch went into a Christian elementary school mm -hmm. and shot up a bunch of kids. Uh, she killed six kids or killed six people total. Right. Um, she, uh, the, everybody was crying about her manifesto. Like, well, the police said they had her manifesto, but it wasn't being released. Well, three pages of it got leaked to uh, Stephen Crowder, and Stephen Crowder put put all of it up mm. for people to see. And like, pretty much any image you find of it on the internet has louder with Crowder, you know, watermarked across the uh, the images. And good on him for doing that, but. Yeah, three pages of it got released, and it has quite a bit of information telling where her mindset was at when she did this, uh, what she did to plan for this, and what her objectives were in this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were starting to make the argument now, it's like this had been released earlier, you mm -hmm. might be able to actually like indicate and stop other shooters with these same or similar intentions or using these same strategies to go about their shooting, because she does a timetabled a time timestamp checklist mm -hmm. of her her, her pregame up to the shooting. Hmm. So and like I think that's the first page. The second page is I can barely read this stuff, but like I, I wouldn't want to put the pictures up on our no on that's, our videos that's fine. There's a lot of inf there's a lot of well not information. There's a lot of words here that are really really bad. So like, even stuff that we don't say. Right. <laughs> and right, we say right. most cuss words, but we don't say this kind of shit. Uh, but yeah, she she was pretty. She was extremely racist towards white people even though she was white mm -hmm. and she uses a lot of uh, uh, homosexual demeaning expletives 
You know, the old woman used to say as kids all the time, but mm -hmm. nobody can say now. Okay. Yeah, the F word, the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she uses that quite a bit. So I mean, she's LGBTQ. She's trans. So I don't know why she's using that word, but I mean, I mean, rhymes with maggot. Yeah, yeah, yeah my rhymes yeah. with maggot. Is it a bundle of cigarettes as well? A what? It's Russian for bundle of cigarettes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. What? That's yeah. right. It's is, it, is that yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No kidding. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's red coat. He knows. Does he? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. All about it. Uh -huh. <laughs> I thought this is used the shortened form. No. <laughs> that's for singular. Oh, that's for yeah. yeah. one. Yeah. I had no idea. I learned something. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's the extent yeah. of my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's where it ends. Tapped out. Thank you for being with us today. Right. Appreciate, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. appreciate it. Say goodbye to Farmer. Yeah. He's going to sleep now. Yeah. And I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you just like give him another 10 minutes of reboot. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, her whole, her whole thing is um, right. killing uh, what she believes are overprivileged over white children. That's, she says it over and over again. These kids are using their white privilege in this private school, this fancy private school, and come to school in their daddy's uh, Mustang and uh, what other vehicles she mentioned, but doesn't really matter. Uh, and, they're, and they're khaki sports backpacks, khakis and sports backpacks, and it's just, she's really hating on her own life. That's exactly what she was. Mm. She was a very privileged young white girl who was going to that school. She used to go to that school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it just... It's nuts that this has been kept from the public so, for a long time and kept from the media for a long time until it got released to a uh, to a guy like Steven Crowder who does private journalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's a symptom, man. Um, yeah. There's a popular meme out there, and you start looking into it, and it's mostly true. I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent true, but if Democrats had stopped shooting people, it wouldn't be no more shootings. Um, when you look at the politics of those actors that are that are conducting some of these uh, heinous acts, you know a lot of them are, are left leaning. Um, there's a there's some commonality to that. I mean, but it's not a hundred percent across the board, of course, because there's always that there's always that one right wing freaking right, cuckoo right. for cocoa puffs guy that's out there and uh, that, that's done stuff. You know, there's there's so it takes it takes old folks, old, you know, folks, you know, from all kinds of walks, you know, to go crazy. But the thing is that uh, they they silence this stuff because it doesn't fit their narrative. And in reality, um, the only people that are that think that they're going to be offended by that narrative is themselves, because us conservatives, we don't care. Hmm. We just want to know so we can help protect people from the next one. Right. Like it's uh it. They have they have this uh, this perceived notion that they're being persecuted or they're being chased around by by conservatives uh, that we're so diametrically opposed to their views that we're gonna uh, assault them on site. No 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 that's not that's not the case. Mm -hmm. We want to know not to bash you but to prevent the next one. So yeah they 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 hide this stuff from the, you know they they silence people and they. Like that one uh, in the church a couple years back that got stopped by a dude. Oh, the one in Texas? Yeah. yeah. The one that chased the guy. Didn't he chase him? 
I think it was two separate ones. One, oh, you're talking about the one who got dropped right in the middle. Dropped right yeah, in the middle of the church. Oh, that one, that yeah, one was yeah, on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that that was the whole on, thing yeah. was on video. Yeah, that was uh, like he walked in like with a trench coat and mm-hmm. a rifle ready to Shotgun. go. And yeah, oh, yeah. yep. And yeah, I think dude, he just drop one, him. He let off what like one or two shots, and then he was yeah, dropped. something like that. He got like, off one or two shells, and then somebody was armed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the in the congregation, yeah, some the congregation. old dude with like yeah, a, some older guy. He's like 60, 70 years old, but he's a crack shot because he made that shot from like fifty meters away with one round. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's <laughs> like a micro Kimber nine twelve or something and, like that. It was crazy that he wasn't the only one that was drawing. Right, yeah, like there were like three or four videos. Years, there yeah. was like three or four other dudes that were just a smudge right. slower than he was just one the quicker guy. one. Yep, yeah. So, I mean, but with one round or uh, that guy. the they, kid in the mall, the kid in the mall. Wait, which one? Because now I'm thinking of the prankster. I, I forget. And I saw the prankster. Oh, no, I saw that one. That that dude was... The, the pranksters are idiots for yeah. that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. prankster. We talked about that. Yeah, he's told them dudes to go away, and he's... Yeah. Bow! Yeah. Just, yeah, no, that, that's... Yeah. That's bonkers. So, <laughs> you know, they, uh, they found him not guilty on that. Yeah, yeah. They did. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think we talked about it on our show. Yeah, we point. talked yeah. about it a little bit. It's just kind of like... Yeah, he was found not guilty. They're yeah. like, oh, well, stop pranking like The only, people, the only thing they, they charged him with, the only thing they got him on was like what? Uh, Discharging a firearm in public. in public. Was it in public or yeah. in, a, in a firearms restricted area? No, in public. No, no, okay. in public. Yeah, in public. All right. Yeah. It's such a lesser charge than attempted murder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. Well, they found him not guilty on the, the high charge. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, That's what I mean. Because yeah. the guy didn't die. So. <laughs> no, he's just so gunshot. He's just like living in pain for a hot minute. Yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, he told him to get away and told him to go yeah. away. And I'm like, bro, so you see that guy in the mall that's walking, that doesn't wave his arms? Yeah, don't fuck with him. Leave that yeah, fucking yeah. guy alone. Yeah. The dude with the neck beard, you know, leave that dude alone. Yeah. The time for bullying him was back in, oh, yeah. in middle school, high school. Yeah. He's that, had his fill of it. He's had his fill, yep. bro. You know, that guy. That's, that, that bounces on his toes, doesn't wave his arms, oily hair, neck, beard. Mm-hmm. Leave that dude the fuck alone. So, you know, it's, a, it's plain and simple, man. It's just people trying to, trying to get a rise out of folks. So it's like, oh, man, I used to bully these guys in high school all the time. Let, let's see what... Yeah, dude, that dude is old, so enough dumb, to, yeah. old enough to own the gun that he shot you with. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's a, yeah. you know, come on, man. Uh, it's it's crazy, man. I don't I don't understand, man. These these folks, man. These this, pranksters, these internet pranksters, yeah. they they just irritate people. That's yeah, all they just, do. Yeah, well, there was it, another it, one, but it pays, man. I mean, there was another oh, one. We were that, talking that, about uh, that specifically. It yeah. pays. Yeah, that old dude that uh, that uh, he had them kids drop a uh, like pretend that they were dumping fuel in his car. Mm-hmm. A guy got out with a nineteen eleven. Oh, like. They took off. Oh no! Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Yeah, yeah. don't shoot now. Did you hear the end of that video when the guy was getting back into his car and holstering his 1911? The kid that ran away turned around and called him a pussy. Right. <laughs> He's about to blow a pussy hole in your fucking back, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be big enough to take a dick in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, come on, man. That. Just leave people alone, man. But uh, it's it, that's why we want to know a lot of these things, man. We want to know what the profiles of these people are. So you can keep an eye out yeah. and just try to prevent the next uh, the next mass shooter to go do something bonkers. On this though, this girl's uh, manifesto, what I'm looking at right here is uh, a page that she called Death Day. And it lines out what I was saying, that timeline. It goes from 6.30 in the morning mm-hmm. until 12.33 p.m. And it goes from like 
getting dressed to eating breakfast, playing with her stuffed animals, to prepping her guns, prepping her gear, um, testing her knives, mm -hmm. whatever, looking for security, doing a, doing a pre-scouting mm -hmm. uh, ride, and leaders recon. Prep for yeah. final attack. Yeah, mm -hmm. prep for final attack, uh, final loadout, and mm -hmm. then attack. You fucking at twelve thirty. Your PCIs. Fucking yeah. And the whole thing is like you know. Well, she's still fucked up because she didn't do reverse planning. <sighs> This is what would have helped her, um, not to give tips to any potential active shooters out there. And, well, I mean, but you uh, plan from the end to the beginning. You reverse plan, mm -hmm. so you use the reverse timeline. And uh, she didn't plan shit for her for the end of that day because she ended up getting stuck on a window, freaking shooting down at cops. And well, that was. Well, that's the thing. She didn't plan for the end of that day because that was the end of her day. Yeah. The very last thing on here is 12.30, open fire towards something I can't really read, and it's circled XXX, time to die. Mm. Her whole plan was to die. This is it. She was going to do this shooting, and she was going to die during it. Yeah, and she did. She, she, fucking loser. She absolutely met her plan. She mm -hmm. died during her shooting. She intended to. I think these people think that there's such thing as a glorious death. Mm. Well, there is, but not for her. Yeah. Uh, this, that, that's not it, though. There is, because there's a, there's a whole list of dudes with uh, medals of honor uh, yeah. that uh, died glorious deaths. Uh, you jump on a freaking hand grenade, and you save your friends, and, uh, and die yourself. Yeah. That's a glorious death. Um, I mean, your family may not think so. <laughs> I mean, everybody that loves you may, may miss the hell out of you, but you did a... You did a a great service to protect your friends to the yeah. left and the right, but to to kill innocent unarmed, you know, unarmed innocent people for no no real reason. Right. Uh, yeah, the reasons she gives are, are completely yeah, batshit crazy, just a, bonkers just as well. A, a little bit of research and some maybe some some retrospective or even talking to somebody that that. That doesn't flow in her circles, and her whole manifesto would have been blown out of the water. Right. Like you can debunk everything that she yeah. wrote on that yeah, thing so quickly. It's uh, come on. I mean, you meet half the requirements for. Right. That's what it seems uh, to me. Manifesto. It seems like a it seems you know, like a lot of self loathing. Like, a lot of self loathing. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, but that's that's the thing. I mean, the the the. I got I got people that, that defend the, the LGBTQ freaking IA now H for Hamas uh, agenda like uh, <laughs> like I mean they defend that thing freaking to the death and when the reality is uh, you should recognize what you're uh, what's going on with you and uh, and try to live your life nobody gives a shit stop trying to shove things down people's necks you know yeah I saw like uh, LA had some protests or something about that. Well, I mean, these these dudes are all over the United States. They breached the Capitol the other day. Uh, the recent you know? protests, the mm -hmm. Palestinian protests, and the, the queers they're for all Palestine. The, the queers for Palestine. Yeah, they're all over the planet. The most asinine thing I've ever. Yeah. Heard oh my gosh, it's so retarded. The yeah. que queers for Palestine. Are you out of your freaking mind? Uh, people are finding out pretty quick. You saw that. Uh, yeah. I don't remember where it happened. I forget what but, uh, it was. It was probably like UK or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there was a Palestinian, uh, a pro-Palestinian protest going on, and then some. Queers for Palestine people started trying to show up and started waving their their newly remodeled gay flag, and boy, oh boy, was that the oh. quickest thing taken out of there? 
<laughs> ripped down, destroyed. They got kicked out. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, so yeah, so they don't, so they don't, they don't play well with each no. other, don't they? Huh? I mean, oh yeah, that's yeah. What, what the fuck I thought. You know. huh? It goes against their virtues. Yeah. Like, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. These folks are, are pretty open about their feelings towards homosexuals and homosexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty open about it. They'll kill you. Yes. They will throw you off a roof. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, they'll just shoot you. Right. <laughs> that, that's the best outcome is just to die. It, it's, a, it's, um, well, it's, uh, it, it's insanity. It's what it is. Oh, for sure. It's flat out insanity. Now, you can't tell me that, that that there isn't a mental health component to this. When you look at the empirical data, you cannot be a homosexual, be a communist. No. No, you wouldn't survive it. You can't even be disabled, no. technically. Yeah, you wouldn't survive the transition. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, the dude dudes. <laughs> pun, I'm glad you got that. Pun yeah. intended. Well played, sir. <laughs> Very I thought nice. I was the only one entitled to dad jokes around here. <laughs> He's got some of my proxy yeah, here. He's got, got plenty of knuckle um, babies running around. Yeah, so. oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting on some right now. He's freaking disgusting, man. God. Hey, that's what the boxes are for. Keep from staining the jeans. <laughs> oh, my God. It gets worse. But, but yeah, I'll tell you, man. I'm it's just, watching the show now. so It's a, it's, it's insane. Stole her phone and made her subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane, man, but I'm glad that manifest is out, and <laughs> at least uh, we get to kind of get a peek inside what that maniac's, yeah. what that maniac was thinking, and... Uh, I said, I don't want to read these verbatim, because they're just, they're too ridiculous. Uh, you can find them almost anywhere, just simple Google search, Nashville Shooter Manifesto. That's it. Where I found yeah. the full the full documents that are un, unedited is on thetruthaboutguns.com. Can, can you link it on the description? I will. Okay. So we'll, I'll save it. So we'll link it on the description. If you guys want to read it and see the, the craziness that this uh, person was up to, then you guys can t give it a gander if you care. But, uh, I mean, she's no martyr of anybody. So, no. I mean, her face didn't even make she, it on a T-shirt. So. She's a simple murderer. Well, no, it doesn't, it doesn't look good on the T-shirt. Well, not in her current state. Well, obviously, but <laughs> like what James was saying, it doesn't fit the narrative. No, of course not. No, no, no. Of course so, not. so you know, people aren't going to skip work for that. Oh, they would have to have work first. Though. No, but you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's that. There's that. But what's next on the agenda, man? All what right. So this one is uh, one of the things that I really wanted to make attention on. Mm. Farmer's attention. You can edit that. Yeah. Uh, we do it all the time. Uh, well, he does it all the time. We use our new beeps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good chance to test those out. Those are hilarious. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there is a treaty between, there was a treaty between uh, NATO allied states and Russia. And it was called the Conventional Forces Europe Agreement. Mm-hmm. Now, that Conventional Forces Europe Agreement was started in like 19, I don't know, 70-something. It started in the Cold War. And they've negotiated back and forth up until very, very recently, like last month or earlier mm -hmm. this month. Yeah, last month. Yeah. Um, so what that, what that did was it limited uh, NATO's ability to stockpile troops and material in Europe to for the reason of fighting Russia. So it, it made a limit on how many troops Europe could have and how much equipment Europe would have 
stockpot, especially American like, equipment. Like Warhammer 40k or something? Like, you can only bring these many troops to the table? <laughs> yes. That's gay as AIDS. That's, that's what kept the peace <laughs> in the, during the Cold War, though. That's what was part of what kept the peace during the Cold War. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Conventional Forces Europe Agreement made a limit on how many uh, forces that NATO could have in Europe and how many forces and materials that uh, Russia could have mm -hmm. in Russia, or the Soviet Union could have stockpile and stuff like that. It's also what helped uh, start doing the uh, the nuclear arms um, proliferation mm -hmm. thing where like all the countries were limited to how many nukes they could have and the United States and Russia both simultaneously and they're actually doing it were mm -hmm. decommissioning their nuclear weapons and mm -hmm. disassembling them and destroying them or repurposing the materials for something else. Right. But right. they just didn't have that many um, uh, nukes on stockpile as they used to have because both countries had thousands and thousands which is enough to mm -hmm. completely carpet bomb the entire earth mm -hmm. and, and turn it into a nuclear wasteland. Mm -hmm. Like 20 or 30 times over for both countries. I so. think uh, I think uh, there was a side side product to that. It's just, I think the numbers may have gone down, but the potency. Right, right. And I oh, think so. Yeah. I think so, too. I think, uh, well, American nukes probably didn't get bigger, but the, the rockets that deliver them got a lot more accurate. Well, and the Russian nukes just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, the biggest one that was ever detonated was a Tsar Bomba. Mm -hmm. And that thing was, I don't know how many megatons that thing was, but it was huge. Yeah. Like, even the Russians were like, yeah, we've had enough. We're not doing that twice. <laughs> really, like, they they detonated it, and the aircraft that dropped it barely got out of the blast zone. Barely got out. Ooh. It was a huge bomb. Like, this is a bomb big enough to destroy New York and D.C. and in one go. Ooh. Like, it, the, the bomb's radius stretches that far that it can Ooh. wipe out New York and D.C. Hmm. That's nuts. I want to be a like, huge bomb. I want to be as close to that detonation as No possible. shit, right? At least instant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Maybe wanna, my skeleton will turn to glass. Yeah, be I want to awesome. die as fast as the, <laughs> as the people in that submarine died. Like, yeah, pretty quick, yeah. Well, yeah it, took, it, it, it was like calculated at point, uh, 0 0.21 nanoseconds your nerves don't even work that fast no. like, yeah. and, and the, the the normal pain response was like don't quote me but i think it was like point zero point fifty one yeah. so it was before your nerves get a chance to, to actually the appreciate yeah. what the hell's going on to you you're gone yeah that's how fast i want to go in, <laughs> in a nuclear war like, like you're dead before the water even touches you yeah well, yeah, that's yeah. how fast I want to go. Yeah. Because I don't want to be out there like freaking, like damn Book of Eli and shit, wandering around and shit. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> blind. Wondering, wondering, well, no, not even. Oh, I wouldn't be Eli. I'd be one of the dickheads. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Eli would be some other guy. Probably some road bandit or something. Yeah, but he, he, yeah he's just, just wandering around freaking, <laughs> making freaking chapstick out of cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, man. Searching for water everywhere. Water. Water. I do a divining rod. Drill Sergeant told me to stay hydrated. I should have listened. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Uh, I think... The, uh, so the, the... I'm sorry, Dad. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, the, the CFE treaty, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is part of what kept the peace between NATO and the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. Well, now, within a month from today, previous, both NATO and Russia have backed off from the CFE treaty. Right. They no longer abide by it. Neither one of them. But were they? Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They were both abiding by it. 
I don't believe the Russians. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Russians by don't all, believe the by Russians. By all evidence, they were. Mm. I don't know. I don't like it. I'm right there with you. Yeah. But by all by all intents and purposes, they were abiding by it. So mm. so was NATO, and now both countries have pulled out pulled out of that CIA mm. treaty. Interesting. Oh. Mm. So what's the next? Uh... I don't know if it changes a whole lot for NATO though. <sighs> That's the thing. At Pol- least Poland has been uh, spurring up their forces pretty, pretty, pretty extensively. Well, oh, let me re- rephrase that. I don't think that changes much for America. Well, no, not much does. I mean, we're we're an isolation country. Like right. we're not isolationist policy, but we are an isolated country. But we strive both with the Marine Corps and then with you know, the, the Airborne mm-hmm. folks. We keep our folks at home until they're needed. No, and we, we just don't. send well, them over. I'm saying in large masses. In large masses, yeah, yeah. You're talking about like actual, like a, a full brigade deployments or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter that you can only have so many troops over there. That's fine. Yeah. If it goes sideways, we'll have more there in like a day or two. Mm-hmm. And we already have more off the coast of the Mediterranean. So yeah, two carrier groups. <laughs> two carrier groups. Mm-hmm. The Ford and the and then publicly said, "Hey, one of our nuclear subs are here too." The Eisenhower, Eisenhower, the Eisenhower and the Ford are both in the Mediterranean. Yeah. So, being a Marine, were you ever fleet? No. Okay. So you had friends that were in fleet, though. Yeah, you know all the Marines because you like know that. more about Marines and fleet than I would. I know about tanks and shit. That's about it. So, about how many Marines would be in a carrier group assigned to a a, a Ford class carrier? Which is the biggest, most advanced one we have? Hmm. Shoot, oh man, I'm trying to. It's usually like a battalion. Because what I'm curious about, because I know Marines are are assigned to LHDs. Yeah. To to the amphibious assault craft. Um, I don't know how many LHDs would be in a carrier group. I don't know if LHDs have their own groups. I simply don't know. Hmm. And I would like to know how you many know, Marines would be attached to a it, carrier. It, group. I think it's well. On a Mew, so it goes by a Mew, Marine Expeditionary yeah, Unit, right. um, which I would imagine is what goes with the carrier group. Um, so you're, about you're a battalion. A about a battalion? Yeah, about a battalion. Is it, is it the same as an Army battalion? A little lighter. A little lighter. So about how many people? A thousand? On a good day. So about a thousand Marines Yeah. per carrier group. But you figure maybe Typical. a third of that is infantry. According, according to... Uh, to, to Wiggy. Okay. A typical Mew has approximately 2,200 members, okay. including Navy sailors equipped with. Uh, oh, the Navy, the Naval Air Wing and all that? Yeah, the Naval Air Wing, in this case, from the 26th Marine Expeditionary Unit. Well, because you also got to account for, mm-hmm. like, the uh, the Red Tab Marines, mm-hmm. yeah, the support, landing crews. Support so, Marines? Well, no, they're, land, they're specifically landing crew. Landing crew? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought they were just. They're, they're shipped ashore. That's all their mm-hmm. job is. Oh, really? Is okay. to get uh, Marines and equipment off the beach. And what you're specifically talking about is the guys with the red tabs. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. For our we're, listeners and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we'd commonly joke about with the ones that got AIDS. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see a whole lot of them stateside. 
Um, you didn't see them in the units because you only wore the tabs when you're in the unit. Oh, okay. When you're at sea or when you're just in the unit? When you're where, when you're assigned to the so unit. So we had okay. we had one at Airborne School for some damn reason, yeah. and uh, yeah, he had the little red tabs by yep. his, you know on his knees, uh -huh. on the outside of his knees, and on his hat. And, yep, it was a uh, cargo um, pockets, cargo pockets, shoulder pockets, your hat. Well, this is before the pockets, so it was uh, BDU days. Oh, okay. So, uh -huh. So he had him on on his knees and freaking uh, on his hat, and I think he had, I think it was like the cuffs. I don't remember, but so he's out there, and uh, we were all sitting there looking at this guy. We're brand new, airborne kids, you right. know, just looking at this dude. Like, what the fuck does he do? And there was a Navy SEAL going through airborne school too. And he's like, oh, that's a professional ground guider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> I was like, we're like, what? Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, his job is to ground guide boats into the sand. And I'm like, no way. Like, That's what he does. He's like, yeah, I don't even know what he's in board school for. They'll never jump him anywhere. Re enlistment. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. they would do that every once in a while. Maybe I'll tell the story on here sometime about a re enlistment guy. Uh, poor dude. Idiot. But. Yeah, but. I mean, so they're, they're, we're gearing up for... Uh, oh, wait, 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 look, look at that. Yeah. Well, another, another thing. So that was the uh, the CFP Treaty in Europe. And both the biggest powers over there have pulled out of it. Mm -hmm. So the next one is the United States Armed Forces has dropped its recruiting efforts for DEI recruitment. And mm -hmm. that would be uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So actively trying to recruit All uh, weirdos. homosexuals. Transsexuals, um, yeah, pretty much any weirdo mm -hmm. that is doing the social justice thing nowadays. Uh, yeah, believe me, these are pro my pronouns. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, mm -hmm. So the DEI efforts have been dropped from recruitment uh, efforts. Now they are trying to, actively trying to recruit the normal military demographic, which is 18 to 25 year old males. Mm -hmm. Why is that? I'm, I don't know. That's why I have a, a second know, guy here, but I'm not done. So. <laughs> I'm not done with that. Yeah. Actually, I am done with this. That was the last point I was trying to make. <laughs> I just wanted to be dramatic. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. We have um, we have carrier groups in the mm -hmm. Mediterranean. We have uh, Israel and Hamas actively at war now. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Houthi rebels, which are in Yemen, launching missiles mm -hmm. at Israel. Uh, the Houthis have shot down a U.S. drone mm -hmm. over a the Mediterranean. A Reaper. A Reaper drone? That's mm -hmm. what it was? I just knew it was well, a drone. Well, they're slow. So. Um, but we have also <laughs> shot down Houthi missiles that were en route to Israel, and the Israelis in their new aero system mm -hmm. has shot down a Houthi missile in space. Because these things are like going into orbit and coming down. Mm -hmm. So we have that going on. We still have the Ukraine war with Russia. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like the Ukrainians are... Losing or going to capitulate probably sometime next year. Yeah, they were told by Daddy Biden over there to sue right. for peace because uh, there are other things too. You're right, sue for peace. Um, last week we talked about um, what's his name out of California going to Beijing. Oh yeah, um, uh, Newsom. Yeah, Gavin oh, Newsom. Oh. Gavin, well, shush, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm still, I've still got a whole list. <laughs> so Gavin Newsom went to Beijing to shake hands with Xi Jinping mm -hmm. for whatever reason, a state governor is going to meet the chairman of the Chinese Communist Party. How many and ports are in California? Talk, what? How many ports are in California? I don't know, one, but uh, at least one. Well, all, you know, the <laughs> I know I'm right, that's at least one. 
People's Republic of California. Right. Is well, a, yeah, but the reason for that. Here's the other thing. On top of that, just announced either yesterday or today, Xi Jinping is now going to come to the states and meet with Joe Biden, more than likely in California, because now California, I think San Diego, because San Diego just it's one of the cities. I could be wrong on the San Diego. It could be San Diego, Sacramento, L.A. It could be one of the big cities in California. I don't know exactly which one. I think San Diego, because one of these cities. Um, has just started to do their uh, their tent clean-out program. Like, they're starting to clean the homeless out of the city to prepare it for the Chinese president. Uh, for the delegation. <laughs> to the delegation yeah, yeah. to come in. They don't want to be embarrassed. All right, so, they, so that they're definitely... be San Francisco. So they're definitely not going it, to San Francisco. It very well could be. Uh, so I they, don't know. No, so they're probably going to the capital. So yeah, Sacramento. 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 Sacramento, so... so. Right, but... That's what's going on. That was just announced either today or yesterday. I remember mm -hmm. reading it, and uh, I just I just haven't looked at that. But yeah, one of these cities has started doing their their homeless clean-out thing because they don't want to be embarrassed when the president of China comes to visit. Someone. He's not. He, I mean, it's it's pointless. The Chinese already know. Yeah. They already know. It's well, a, it's an appearance thing. They, they've you know helped. That. They've helped create that crisis. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, they profit off of they it. Profit well, yeah, it. they sell a lot of the drugs to the Mexicans, or well, the cartel. Well, well, well they, that too, but a lot of the uh, single-use items that are shipped. Right, right. Well, it's uh, it's what I, what I was telling you before. Um, there's a marked difference, and you guys that are consumers out there can definitely attest to this. So when, um, just for timeline's sake, not for president's sake, but while while Trump was in office... You can only get Chinese nonsense from Wish. Right. Yeah. Right. That's the only place you can get them because the part of the reason for that is the tariffs were freaking through the roof. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't really buy uh, cheap knockoff stuff through anywhere else. You know, you, you didn't find them at Walmart.com. You didn't find them at Amazon.com. You didn't find them anywhere. Now, now you, you damn do. near need an extension onto your browser to determine whether that object that you're looking at that you want to purchase is not Chinese. Right. Because the the knockoffs are just as bad on Amazon.com as is any other website. I remember um, for us specifically when we were looking, we were looking for, for cameras. For yeah, show. we were looking for cameras for the show. Couldn't no end of yeah, Chinese to, bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Tobiba 4K right. cameras and oh, I mean, <laughs> and the blonds. Like, it's like a one hundred dollar like four K like four K uh, video camera. Ten eighty whatever. Ten eighty p highest resolution mm -hmm. OLED screen. It's garbage. It's absolute shit. Yeah, I mean maybe, maybe maybe it's awesome. <laughs> maybe our Maybe the quality of our show visually would be a lot better if we had bought that junk, but we're American and we'd yeah. rather this image look grainy than look sharp and be Chinese. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess. I don't know. There's just so many unknowns. Yeah. Well, I think it's better to try to put money towards companies that are more established. Well, the the reviews were all fake. Yeah. So, oh, so, yeah. So it was if, review flooded. So that, that, like, I was looking at specifically those Tobiba cameras or whatever the hell. I think it was Tobiba or, or, or Blang Blang or whatever the hell, uh, whatever knockoff it was. But if the reviews would have been like honest, then I would have been like, well, shoot. I mean, it's probably just reverse engineer stuff. So let me just go ahead and get on it. Yeah. And uh, and what I bought it, but the reviews. That's not how. That's not how American mm -hmm. people talk. So it's just, mm -mm. and it was just one or, one after the other. And I'm like, oh man, these are professional review writers. 
that are out there just yep. fluffing up this product to get to get the, the, the product been on the market yeah, for like to, two days and had like a thousand. Oh yeah, there's no way. Yeah, just yeah. to just to bring it up on your uh, on your search engine a lot quicker, you know, yeah. so it'll be right up on top. Yeah. So um, it's. Uh, I mean that's what it is. So when you see those like videos of like somebody with a, a huge frame with like a hundred bones in it, all yeah, oh dude, I'm telling you, so it's <laughs> so amazing. I, I mean, uh, uh, so the Chi the Chinese, they they, I guess they're now cracking down in China over there with the precursor, <coughs> sell precursors for fentanyl and all this other mm -hmm. stuff because it's being produced in Mexico and all that. And it's killing people left and right, yeah. man. It's well, yeah, because everyone thinks they're a chemistry teacher, and they're not. Yeah. Met quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have. Yep. Amazingly. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I hope he enjoys himself. But, yeah, so, we have the California thing with the California governor going to meet Xi Jinping, and now California's cleaning up at least part of their state for the visitation. Uh, yeah. So, more than likely, Biden's going to go to California to meet with, uh, with Xi. Mm -hmm. uh, just to say, oh, it's not that bad. May, who knows? Um, what they're trying to do is like prevent the, the downward spiral of U.S.-Chinese relations. That's the, at least on the face. That's what they've released to the public. That's the main the main headline. That's that ship has sailed. I agree. That ship has um, sailed. So we've been making enemies out of people for a long time already. I mean, yeah. it, it, the, the, the fact that this this something he, that the American public doesn't understand, that the rest of the world understands, is that you can't make deals with the Americans. No, we'll go back home. Yeah, America goes back on most of those deals. You can't, you can't make a deal or a treaty with the American that'll last more than four years. Because right. it, 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 as soon as the next guy gets in charge, you'll tear everything down, mm -hmm. and that sweet cush deal you had yep. goes down the drain. Yep. You can't make uh, like country-altering deals with the United States. It's just not. But we're we have so much like our hammer is just so much bigger than anybody else's right. that you know. Yeah. Like say you got you, you make a deal with and you're a small country, you know, you well, the good the going will be good for these four years. Right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and hop on it. And you know that as soon as the next dumbass comes into office, they're gonna tear it all apart and Yeah, there are plenty of foreign presidents you know, and uh uh, state leaders who said that like almost the exact same thing. It's like mm -hmm. you, you can't really do much with America because you have no idea who's going to step into that office next. Right. Yeah, it changes. There's nothing. There's nothing everlasting. I think yeah. there's a. There's a lot of. Um, I don't know. Now this is me speaking out of ignorance. I don't know what steps, if any, exist in order for the, some of those treaties and agreements to get torn down. I don't know if they have to go through the House or Congress. Yeah. Or what. So typically, I, there, I there are. There are what? presidential agreements that can be made from president to president, and you, those are tentative. So, but the other thing to actually make them lasting is an actual in-document ratified treaty yeah. by both parties, and that has to be ratified by the, the by the um, by the Congress. So it has to be ratified through the House of Representatives and then the Senate, and the president will sign off on it just like a law. Well, yeah. So the treaty has to be obeyed. That's why a lot of people were afraid of like UN treaties. Uh, about uh, mm -hmm. weapons owner, pri private citizen weapons ownership I in the United about States. That, yeah. Right. That's why a lot of people were up in arms about that is because the United States has to respect its treaties just the same as it does its own laws. Mm -hmm. So the same kind of like um, thing, and actually the to pass a treaty through would require less than um, making an amendment to the Constitution. So making an amendment to the Constitution, not only do you have to pass it through uh, the House and the Senate and the President, but like uh, it has to get a majority vote among the states. 
So it goes well beyond just the federal government. Even the states' governments have to agree to that ratification. Right. Um, but when you have a treaty, it just stays with Congress. Mm. So, but but the United States does honor its treaties the same as it does its own laws. How many and treaties is the U.S. actively? Involved? Oh, you don't want to look that up, bro. You're going to get a couple thousand pages. I'm telling you, because our treaties go back to 1778. Well, I think our first treaty was with France. <laughs> well, yeah. So. And we reneged on that one too. <laughs> we did because our, the argument was we made the treaty with the King of France, not the people uh, of France. So the King of France was killed by the people. So we had no obligation to pay France back for its help uh, with our with wow. the Revolutionary War. Yeah, we also went back on a treaty with Russia to split uh, Japan <laughs> after World War II, just like we did uh, Germany and Berlin. Mm -hmm. We had the same agreement with Japan with Russia, and we reneged on that. We took all of Japan. So yeah. So, I mean, the United States reneges on its treaties almost all the time. Yeah, uh, and it uh, really is because of the changing of changing of the guard with the presidency. Changing the guard, man. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no consistency, right. um, and the world knows it. So, it's one of those things. Like, don't, don't get, don't be surprised. You know, when the world's trying to move away from, you know, a well-established hegemony, and, uh, you know, it, it's like, well, we can't count on these dudes. Right. I mean, you, you're, you basically, you. You know, the nation has made itself unreliable to the rest of the world when it comes to a lot of things. So, I mean, it's... But it goes back to what you said, too. We have the biggest stick on the planet. Yeah, Not only that, we make stick. most of the sticks. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know, another another thing out there is that, that we continuously keep villainizing old enemies and old people, old, well, not old people, but old uh, countries that mm -hmm. we've had beef with long, long ago. And instead of... Uh, trying to find a way to better collaborate with them. You know, it's just kind of... Yeah. Um, well, the war machine makes money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Always. It's our, it, uh, Always. You know, pro projecting warfare is our biggest export, so mm -hmm. it's... Uh, yeah, we export um, war machines, we export so, warriors, we export <laughs> yeah, everything that a, goes with war. It was a while there where we were Saudi Arabia's army for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I mean, Most of the conflicts <laughs> that the U.S. has been involved in really and truly weren't our wars. Yeah, most. Most. Yeah, absolutely. Most conflicts. Yeah. Obviously, we have... We were involved in Bosnia, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bosnia was nothing to do yeah. with us. We were a UN asset at the time, weren't we? Yeah, I wasn't but, there. Yeah, but white people were dying. So True. we had to go save them. Right. And, um, yeah. Be thankful you did. Be thankful that they gave you that opportunity. Yeah, we had to... Yeah, because white is right, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's the Democrats. You know? <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's bananas, you know. Oh, it's a genocide. It's, oh, right. Genocide, genocide of who? Yeah. Genocide of who? Well, these uh, Eastern Bloc Europeans. Oh, we gotta go. Yeah, gotta go save them. You know, it's yeah. fuck Rwanda. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Rwanda. Rwanda can eat a dick. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's yeah. Botswana. You know, freaking whatever. The freaking the, the, Burma. The, Burma. <laughs> Congo. Freaking. I mean. You name it. I mean, yeah. Central Africa is a freaking disaster. That place been on fire for like thirty years. Yeah. Uh, I mean. We, ne we never, it's, so they, it's it's always painted as a humanitarian thing. And I, yeah. and I covered it on a previous episode. We had like, I had a total of like some close to like 50 some genocides. Like, mm -hmm. like within, within 20 year span, 20, 30 year span. And out of all those crazy genocides, the only ones that we were really involved in were all the war, white people were dying. <laughs> just a curiosity. Yeah, I just thought yeah. it was funny. And uh, <laughs> I was like, well, well, well. <laughs> right. What, what have we found here? 
you know, and it, was, it was something like I'm paraphrasing, of course. You know, I'm not not giving exact stats right now. You know, yeah. but uh, it's uh, it, it was funny uh, in a tragic way. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's how it always is, man. And we got we got these uh, these agreements with uh, with Israel, and everybody keeps talking mm-hmm. about Israel. Well, they. Uh, if you're one of those guys that are out there and you're supporting Palestine and uh, this is staying free Palestine and all this other stuff, I uh, say, so you, you know, from from the bottom of my heart, and uh, you, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. You have to. So after you go fuck yourself, then you can go read the Hamas charter. Yeah. Or just go over there. Yeah. Well, just go. We're just really go over there and fight. Right go over there and fight. Yeah, but uh, the thing is that... Um, you know, stop virtual signaling. Yeah. yeah. Pick up a rifle. Yeah. And go fight. Yeah, if, if, you're really, so, if you're really convicted if you feel so, If you feel so strong about it, yeah. pick up a rifle and go fight. Stop protesting in our damn capital. Arguing got nothing to do with that. Leave that, you know, right. leave that damn building alone. Don't go over there and start freaking putting a, a shemag on freaking goddamn uh, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that, that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like, the... The Israelis have said it. The Israeli um, administrators, the Israeli politicians, the Israeli scholars, pretty much any scholars around here have said it over and over again. If Hamas were to be ousted today and the Palestinian people wanted to make peace with Israel, it would happen overnight. It would happen overnight. What's known as Gaza and the West Bank today would be known as Israel, Greater Israel, and the Palestinians would probably be given representation in the Israeli government. Well, I mean... If the Palestinians were willing to get rid of Hamas, but they have shown no, no they, desire no, to, they, they elected no. them into, they elected they elected them into them office. Into office so they are their elected leaders. So that's the thing: elections have consequences, yeah. and, and we always go back to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you there's a lot of people that don't that don't vote, that don't do this, that don't do that. Well, don't be surprised if the people that are elected drag you into some nonsense. Right. Uh, that's why elections exist. These people voted. Some of them, I'm sure, didn't. Yeah. They stayed home because they were like, ah, screw that, man. I'll just take my day off and just kind of lounge and eat some kebabs and just freaking smoke this hookah and just relax, you know? Play with my kids, you know, whatever the usual. Uh, You know, yeah, just kind of putt around freaking and and do things. And, uh, but now the bombs are falling from the sky. You're like, oh, no, they're killing all the chip. Well, uh, you're being led by an internationally recognized terrorist organization uh, that's been dragging you into conflict since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, oh, well, the 1948 borders. Oh, well, the 1927 borders. Oh, well, it's wrong to paraglide into a concert and start killing people. Yeah. It's wrong to start launching rockets. Don't be surprised when the render reaction is devastating and ultimate. Yeah, swift and mighty. Swift and ultimate. And the thing so, is, with everything I've seen so far in this conflict, Israel is still being very, very, very restraining of themselves. Well, they, dude, there's there was, what they're capable of and what they're doing are two vastly different yeah, things. Yeah, so there, there was there was a. a, a, a I don't even know what they're called now because it's not Twitter, it's X. So, what, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an Xing. Yeah. So it's a, the you know, Yeah, it's a post on X. Now right. I gotta add extra words because fucking Elon wanted to be unique. So, fuck, fucking 
uh, there was one over there that was showing like uh, these Palestinians that were tagged. They had these uh, these wristbands and whatever. They were like these blue tags. Um, okay. They were they were kind of like uh, like luggage tags, uh -huh. like made out of rubber with serial numbers. Okay. And uh, like a medical tag or some similar, but okay. it had like, a, like, like it, they weren't. I don't want to call them cattle tags because that's not the right terminology. Right. But that's how they were being compared to on the post. Right. They're like, oh look. This has been Maybe. done before, and people are showing tattoos from Auschwitz mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I was like, look, the reality is that those people were tagged because they've been cleared by biometrics to come in and out with construction and aid equipment. So they have been, their background checks have been checked, yeah. and they are clear, so, they're, so they don't get freaking killed. Yeah. The, have a less of a chance. Not, not only that, you can take the tag off. Right. You take the tag off, and you can see it in the picture that it's... It's a square tag going through a circular thing, so you know you, you got to fold it and run it through the, the, the hole and, and let it go, and it's a tag. And you can just pull it off made of rubber. Right. Uh, it's not the same. But everybody's dying on these narratives that you can't, com you can't possibly confirm. They'll show a, a, a refugee camp, alleged refugee camp. People strung all over the floor. Dirt and soot and blood and guts and all this other stuff everywhere. And, oh, look what he did. And there's this one guy, clean cut, clean shirt, not helping nobody, but filming everything. And ain't nothing happened to this dude. This dude ain't got not one speck of dust on him. It's just like, oh, look what he, look what he did, look what he did. Well, okay, so two things. Why the fuck are you alive? <laughs> yeah. That's the first things first. <laughs> Because he wasn't nowhere near it. You were fucking nowhere near there. <laughs> Secondly, what fucking year was that filmed? Right. Where was this filmed? That keeps coming out so often. Right. Like, yeah. uh, so the the thing is that the, the, the liberal mind yeah. see, is, is easily fooled with this stuff. You see what you want to see. Oh, they see as soon as their confirmation bias confirmed, they latch onto that, bro, like a like a monkey, bro. It's just like, ah, here we go. They're killing kids. Yeah. They're their kids. It turn, turns out it was filmed in Syria in 2016. Yeah, you don't even yeah. you don't even know if those kids, but but not only that, their racism, their racism mm -hmm. because they don't know the difference between those brown kids and the other brown kids. That could be a pile of Puerto Ricans laying down on the floor. You have no idea what you're looking at. It's just brown people. Yeah. But to you, because somebody told you that they're Palestinians, they're Palestinians. Mm -hmm. They have to be. I said, you racist freaking bastard. Mm -hmm. Do your research. Yeah. They'll send a rocket. Uh, oh, look, this is Hamas. Now, this is Israeli IDF launching a rocket. And the rocket is doing freaking loop-de-loops and a twirly-twirl in the sky. That, that's, you don't even know when that, when that was filmed. Did you see that the Israelis, when they send over rockets, they have ones that are basically flashbangs? So they're roof knockers. The roof knockers. For a long time, they were sending roof knockers. You know what a roof knocker is? No. So they would identify this house as a possible uh, safe haven for terrorists. Okay. So they would launch a, a dumb munition, basically, and I mean dumb. By dumb, I don't mean it's guidance system because it's very well guided. Okay. But no. Uh, so no, no payload. No yeah. warhead. So gotcha. no warhead. But it would it would flash, but it would just hit that cement roof. And it would knock on the roof, basically telling people, oh, yeah. if you're innocent, get the hell out of here. Oh, okay. Huge. It was like a huge, like... So it's like a, a preemptive thing? Like it's kind of like a large flashbang. Yes. Like so it's a, that thing hits. The next thing that's coming is a, it doesn't, an yeah, actual warning. It's a, hey, we know where you're at. A freaking artillery warning shot? Yes. Mm -hmm. No shit. Yes. I yeah. had no idea anything. Yeah, roof knockers. Yes. Yeah. They, they would also call them on the phone. Yeah. 
That's they nice. call him on the phone. They like, hey. let him know. It's like, hey, man, um, is this where uh, blah 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 lives? Yeah. Well, y'all got like twenty seconds to get the hell out of there. We're about to flatten this place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the thing is that so they they've gone above and beyond the law of armed conflict. Oh yeah. It's uh it, it's, but a lot of the things is that people are not really getting the true visibility of what's going on on the ground in there because yeah. the media blackout is what it is. But I mean, that's typical, isn't it? And that's typical for comment. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like how are these guys getting that much processed, high-def quality footage from, from in essence, the from ground zero? Yeah, from the front uh, lines. But they didn't put it lines. on a pigeon and send it out? Because, I mean, uh, you I don't mean, have any connectivity there. They don't have Starlink. They don't have Starlink. <laughs> Elon wasn't allowed to go. Yeah. He, he, he was going to set up Starlink, and they mm -hmm. denied it. Yeah, they, they pushed it away. The only really, I mean, the only really good method of communication these people got down there that's any kind of reliable, because um, they, they don't have they don't have cellular service. They shouldn't have. It's probably all analog. So where the hell did they, yeah, they begin? So they take these videos, smuggling them out somehow, and then uh, or or film somewhere else, which they've been caught doing that before. Oh yeah. In the last conflict, they were caught staging. Yeah. But that's our generation that saw that. Right. The the generation that that's now consuming uh, all this information is a is the new and improved freaking soy boys and soy girls that are. Uh, well, you know, that's the thing that confuses they, me a lot. Like, because um, I mean, this new generation is supposed to be. Well, it was at one point like mistrusting of everything, mistrusting right. of the government, mistrusting of the media. Doesn't trust a damn thing. Mm -hmm. Now it's almost flipped on itself, where they trust anything they see, anything, as long as it comes from the government or a media source. Dude, this is what the, this is the government that flipped Rage Against the Machine. You're right, 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 exactly. They flipped Rage Against the Machine. They turned into they turned into vaxxers, bro. Yeah, and yeah. pushing the freaking yeah. Fauci agenda. It's yeah. crazy. It's and for YouTube purposes, I'm not giving medical advice or anything. No. Like that. I'm not a doctor, so don't cancel me for the love of Christ. Stop being so fucking sensitive. Yeah. We'll put another just, strike on just, one of our yeah, videos. Yeah, another strike on right. because I said something about the the the, the, the freaking Charles freaking Oscar Victor India Delta. <laughs> Pack of maggots. Yeah. <laughs> Foxtrot maggots. Yeah. So, uh, this is confusing to me. Very. But what I was getting to with, well, that we have Nick here with the uh, the CFE treaty being backed out by by NATO and Russia, uh, the U.S. dropping its DEI requirements for recruiting, mm -hmm. and now recruiting the normal demographic of eighteen to twenty five year old males. Uh, you have the Israel Hamas conflict. You also have. Uh, what's going on in Iraq and Iran right now with uh, Iranian-backed militant groups attacking U.S. forces in Iraq. Oh, yeah. Uh, by drone, there have been, like, I think over 20 now injured, mm -hmm. or 20 or 40 injured, something like that, American personnel. Double dozen. Yeah. Um, there have been several Americans injured by these attacks. Uh, you have that going on. You have the Houthi rebels in Yemen attacking mm -hmm. Israel as well. Um, you have a group in Lebanon. Who is that? Hezbollah? So Hezbollah, yes. yeah. Hezbollah yep. is in the, it, yeah, they're in the West Bank and North. Yeah, I can't keep track of all terrorist groups. <laughs> but yeah, you got, you got Hezbollah attacking mm -hmm. as well out of Lebanon. You have all these, all this stuff going on, and it, it's not it's not focused on the Middle East. It's not just Israel and Hamas. It's 
the entire Middle East, plus Europe, plus Russia, oh yeah, plus the United States doing, mm-hmm. you know, weird stuff and uh, look, look at our southern border and our southern border. Well, I was gonna get to that afterwards because that really yeah, it's not really an indicator right now. At least I don't think so. Uh, but there was a... Uh, oh, that's a, a huge indicator. There was a... You have no idea the SIGINT presence on the border. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's classified. <laughs> <laughs> it, but the the story that I have from the southern border was um, there was a report that came out, I think, earlier this year, that last year there was a Hamas camp uh, in Mexico just south of the border mm-hmm. that was shut down. So supposedly this Hamas camp is already shut down, but... Well, yeah, they trying came to, over already. Trying to, eh, mm-hmm. trying to, trying to find it online. Um, there are other news organizations that say that this claim is false. Uh, the FBI has already like looked into this, and the lady that presented this uh, this headline to the news, um, the FBI wasn't questioning whether it was correct or not. They were just wanting to know what her source was. That's kind of weird. So I mean, we got all these all these things going on from for everything we've mentioned everything we've gone over from a, a SIGINT perspective what conclusions could you draw and what would be your indicators what was your, your tasking when you oh see indications it? and warnings yeah but what, would, what would what would you tell a line group if you had these as indicators and warnings oh, shit. <laughs> prepare for chaos that's why you're here on the show yeah it's <laughs> That's why you got invited. It's not just the candy. <laughs> oh man! They, I mean, there's so many different faucets to it. Especially, you know, you talk about the the drone strikes and the the issues with drones. The uranium. Yeah. Well, that. I mean, anywhere. Right. Right. Um, what a pain in the ass that is to defend against yeah. from a SIGINT side. Um, because they work on. A plethora of frequencies. Mm-hmm. They're low power, and they get into the fact where if you get, you can make them switch frequencies. So you can basically make them free cop. Okay. Which is extremely hard to track. It's one of the simplest encryptions, but it's very hard to to break because right. you need time. That's that's what it is. The the drones, especially the small ones, definitely are going to be the biggest issue overall with uh, security issues for anywhere. The next one is your troops or the people that work for you, their devices. We're so ingrained on having smartphones, smart watches, all that can be accessed. Right. Um, whether or not we, we've all been out of the military for quite some time mm-hmm. I've, I've been out of the military over a decade how long have you been out well I mean military per se when I was last time I was operational was 2016 okay how long have you been so, away from the military it's been 10 years about, so about yeah, I say roughly around the same time right. we've all been out for over a decade so about how much would we estimate the smart technology has actually integrated into like line units and military assets oh it's huge huge it's right huge yeah <laughs> Well, we see it like it's something that people can quantify with is you know, like all these video games, right? Call of Duty and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You see all these characters; they have this like little fancy like cell phone looking thing on their mm-hmm. chest. Right. That was when I was in 
only like the the top tier dudes even had anything so with like future that. warfare so projects. My, oh so, yeah. So yeah. mine was this big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't was, have one. It was I didn't have one. It was like a yeah. statement pouch, dude. It but was now like, it was like this. So all the all the high technology stuff that I carry was back when it was the size of VCRs. So. Well, yeah. So, and that thing required so many antennas and so many batteries, mm -hmm. and it was it just just to receive. I still remember when the original Duke system was brand new. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, devices have gotten yeah. so small. That was top technology yeah. when I was there. I mean, devices have gotten so small and so powerful. Yeah. That. Of course, it's a no-brainer to integrate them into everything. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's no redundancy sometimes when it comes to that. And I think here's another question. I don't expect any of us to be able to answer it. It would surprise me if either one of you two could. Um, I would like an answer for it. But who codes that stuff? Everyone. That's the thing. I imagine either Russians or Chinese. Well, no. Mm -mm. For the coding of the smart technology and stuff? Mm -mm. Okay. Cool. Okay. So here's the deal. A lot of that stuff is is um, you know microchips run the world. Yeah, right? absolutely. Right. So we'll come up with the technology of what we need and what goes into the microchip. Right. We send all that information and all that all that stuff to Taiwan, where mm -hmm. Taiwan produces it and brings it back. Now there's some strict guidelines on who gets what. So if we don't have a trade agreement with any other country, technically China or none of these other actors will have it. Problem is that a lot of this, uh, with this new administration, there's been a lot of crossover mm -hmm. of technology mm -hmm. to the point where there's a lot of Chinese uh, microchip, Chinese-coded microchips in a lot of our power grid and a lot of different aspects of our day-to-day -day lives. And uh, that cross-section of technology there is where we can get fucked up at basically right. not so much on what we develop but on what the chinese developed that we are using mm -hmm. yeah and it's a double-edged so, sword with that too because not only is the security issue there for you know chinese microchips and the power grid and other utilities is that they're just not made as well right so they're not reliable so you've got substations that go down for no reason other than a computer failure, which more than likely wouldn't have happened with a higher quality piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it, like who codes this stuff? We do. Yeah, that's that's who codes it. Uh, now, the screen, China. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah. So you know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? So you yeah. may have like the 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 meat, the 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 guts of this stuff is us. But we we need to we needed to fire up and that part is from China. So gotcha. yeah. if they install some, some kind of hardware, of, hardware yeah. Yeah. So if they install some kind of backdoor, right, right? You know, or they have they have some kind of proprietary kill on it. Like basically, it'll run for extended amount of time and then then it just dies on mm -hmm. you because they want to create the, the the need the need. Yeah. Then, then yeah, you're up shit creek again, you know. So that's, I mean, there, there was a lot of lot of moves being done by the previous administration that curbed that. Um, but we know we know uh, Joe Biden's in China's pocket. Absolutely, that's, that's yeah. no. It's been um, proven at this point. I mean, it's uh, it's been proven beyond reasonable doubt. But yeah. I mean, hell, if I was as incompetent or as corrupt in my job as that man is, you'd be in jail. I'd be in jail by now. 
Yeah. So. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, he's <laughs> you guys saw that clip of him saying that that that's above my pay grade, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 above my pay grade. The president, of the the leader of the free world, above your pay grade. It's above my pay. Above your pay grade, dude. You're in charge of the planet. What yeah. are you talking about? You, you want to? <laughs> what do you mean above your pay grade? Put that on like Family Feud. What's the absolute worst thing a president could say? That. Yeah. It's above my pay grade. Yeah. It's dude. above my pay grade. Yeah. Ain't nothing above your pay grade. <laughs> yeah, nothing above your pay grade. Yeah, but it is because yeah, because he's, he's compromised. That's the thing. So, like it, it might be, it might be his mouth moving, but it's not his words. No, of course not. None of that. He is just an old sock puppet. <laughs> yeah, the only the only truth to get out of him is uh, what flavor ice cream he likes. Yeah, <laughs> if I don't. Uh, I doubt that. I mean, this, I is, a, this is a this is a man that doesn't I, I know. Think, this it is a depends man, on where he is. is man, that's true. This is I mean, man. in the moment, that's what he likes. <laughs> just, in, his, in his simplest form, this is a man that doesn't know to put his feet down when the bicycle stops. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? You, you got to put your feet down. I feel so bad for those Secret Service guys. Yeah. They have I don't think you ever get into. I mean, <laughs> you got to put your feet down. You, you, your bicycle stop. <laughs> Forward momentum, so it keeps you upright, stupid. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> you either pedal or you put your feet down. You just know? fell over. Just, no, I just got. I, no, I choose fall over. Right. You know, <laughs> like, like I just see his brain with like A, B, and C. Like uh, one, pedal forward. Two, put your feet down. C, fall over. Oh yeah, C. It's like he didn't make it to the respawn like, point. He just stopped just before. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't lead into the cutscene. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. What we yeah. do have to look forward to, though, is the Secret Service. Because every time mm. the president gets out, there's a Secret Service person that retires and writes a book. I don't think that's going to happen this time around, bro. The Obamas are still killing their chefs, bro. So that's it's, true. So yeah. it's, uh, that is true. It's. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody's leaving this administration. That's gonna write a book and ain't no time soon. Mm -mm. That's what he gets for like taking a peek on Michelle while she's standing up there taking a piss. Yeah, he probably saw something he wasn't supposed to see. Yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> Kill me, man. <laughs> I mean, bro, yeah. I mean that that's been a. Mm. Yeah, man. Hell, wasn't that lady that said it dead already? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Joan Rivers. That's she died like, like a week after she said yep. it. <laughs> like they started talking about will we ever have a gay president? She said we already have one. It's Obama. Michelle's a tranny. She said it like right in front of a camera, just like nonchalantly. Like, yeah, I thought everybody knew this. <laughs> Dead a week later. No. <laughs> Damn. Well, what else we got? We gonna take a break? All right, so we're back from our little break. Um, yeah, we just. Uh, Sitting there talking about all kinds of little things, man. But uh, basically, yeah, all the uh, what you were saying, like all the indicators. Oh yeah, well, in to expand on some of that stuff is America were just reorganized. Mm -hmm. Please explain. So they have. I mean, obviously, we know they got rid of their tanks. Right. That was uh, a couple years ago. Right? Two years ago, yeah. they got rid of their tanks. Which made a lot of people sad, because right. who wouldn't want to tank with them? Of course, it's a huge asset. But to make them more expeditionary, which is the whole premise of the Marine Corps, they got rid of the weight. Right. And now they've restructured their fire teams. Mm. 
so, yes. So even on the all of lowest level infantry, where you have a fire team squad. Right. So before it was, I believe, we always used to run four because that's all we had. But I think a fire team was five. They've changed it now to six on their reorganization. And they've cut down on the amount of fire teams they have in a platoon. And then, you know, that goes bigger. Because there's more specialized equipment going with these Marines. On top of that, before you'd have like the MAGTAF, the Marine, Marine Air Task Group, the uh, and the MUSE, how they're structured, you had a whole lot of support elements, and then you had a whole bunch of infantry. Right. They've cut back on the number of infantry and rolled them into what we would have considered as support units. Okay. Your intel, your logistics, stuff like that. They have focused heavily on intel gathering as well as drone operations and forward, um, forward control elements, essentially. Okay. So it's, it's kind of what the Marine Corps was doing already. But? But the command structure has changed to make it more fluid. Because before, you'd have to be specially tasked. Like when I was pulled from my battalion to so, go. So, work. if I'm understanding correct, so instead of having like individual, like uh, say, Marine companies tasked for a specific objective, now you're making most of the Marine Corps capable of most objectives. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just make sure I'm understanding correctly. Right. Yeah. So they're they're making it to where the Marine Corps can operate independently. No matter how. No matter program. what part of the Marine Corps that gotcha. you have. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, your your Muse and then your MAGTAFs are going to be better suited for a more conventional right. warfare, but they're making it to where, across the board, everyone's capable of. Right. right. So it's it was interesting. They, the Marine Corps just put out a couple weeks ago that they've done this restructure, and they're continuing to update equipment. Uh, it seems gone are the days of the Marine Corps getting secondhand stuff from the Army. Right. Um, a lot of the Mews, the Marines that are on the Mews and stuff, get a lot of the high-speed gear. And a lot of training. They're outfitting infantry battalions with suppressors. Like, that's just normal right. now. Uh, which was not normal. No. Like, at all. So... That's a big indication that they're trying to make every part of the Marine Corps more effective. So, I know it was hard for the Marine Corps to get away from an occupying role, because that's what we fell into mm -hmm. in Iraq and Afghanistan. We just we basically had the same role as the Army, as Big Army. And I think there's some conflict there, like, uh, you know, Ramadi... Mm -hmm. Being having anything back twice, uh, some Fallujah. other stuff. Fallujah. Fallujah. Back twice. Yeah. Yeah. The we got comfortable in it because it worked. We got good at being an occupying force, but the Marine Corps right. was never designed right. 
to be an occupied force. So they're not big back to the roots of being a, an expeditionary force. Yeah, they're. I mean, the Marine Corps is the fuck around and find out force. Yeah. Go in first, establish what you need to establish, and let the army take over. Well, battle space. The Marine Corps supposed to come from ships. Right. Whereas, if you want to drop in, we've got airborne guys for that. Yeah. yeah. So, kind of the same objective is to go in and take key objectives, obviously, in different ways. Airborne's always going to drop in, and what well, airfields, right? That's usually your, your biggest yeah, so, priority. Yeah, so the priority, at least for uh, as, as the ASOP goes, the Airborne Standard Operating Procedure, um, uh, varies a little bit from the RSOP, the mm -hmm. Ranger Operating Procedure. Standard operating procedure, but basically to uh, take over uh, enemy airfield and expand the airhead for follow-on forces. So you'll take the airfield, clear it, secure it, perimeter up hard point, and then make sure that uh, that follow-on aircraft can come in to uh, to actually occupy it. So we set the foothold um, for uh, enemy airfields. Yeah. That's the mainstay. A lot of a lot of them, a lot of uh, other SOPs that fall into that are, are uh, you know, uh, stateside response and emergency stuff. You know, right. so they do a lot of humanitarian stuff. But those uh, stability and security operations are set, otherwise known as SASO ops. <laughs> uh, SASO operations is not something that's uh, that's authentic to the Airborne or to the Marine Corps. It's just not things that we used to do. Those uh, stability and security operations were some more reserved for big military units that had uh, logistics and budgeting for a long, prolonged campaign. Yep. And uh, we come in, secure it, let the foothold, set the foothold, and then go back, refit, reorganize, and get ready for the next one. Yep. So um, we're a leapfrogging force. Uh, there used to be the the the. The standard the known thing that paratroopers and a lot of Marine Corps units would like this too can only self-sustain for approximately 72 to uh, 72 to 80 some hours uh, with the equipment that they're carrying. Yeah, this is um, what you carry in. This is what you carry. You're about as light as you can get when it comes to the infantry um, task force. So you would you you the initial waves wouldn't carry a lot of strap hangers. It'd be just shooters for mm -hmm. the most part, and uh, and their combat equipment and combat load. Um, it's uh, it's changed a lot. There's a lot of equipment now being put in the battle space. Um, there's a lot of reorganizing, a lot of different different uh, task organizations when it comes to dropping into an enemy airfield or an enemy field mm -hmm. um, that are that are that are different now. Um, they're starting to look at the viability of the M1 Abrams now and. And uh, all kinds of different units that didn't have them, and now also looking at the uh, the viability of whether this tank can operate in the Pacific. Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, the, the the nature of warfare because it's been 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 painted with this uh, World War uh, filter, mm -hmm. and it's starting to look like if it goes down, for sure we're probably going to end up fighting in just about every corner of the planet. Um, because nobody's saying, nobody's putting a stop to it. Right. Yeah. So nobody's being the big boy, yeah. saying enough is enough, and let's let's collaborate, make some money. Um, nobody's saying that. So as long as uh, we keep hurtling into this crazy world of chaos, the Marine Corps and a lot of and a lot of 
in some small parts of the United States Army have uh, not focused so much on what's going on in the exterior, but let's make sure we're lethal. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, it'll probably fall back to just the Marine Corps to bring us back to, to neutral, or what do we need to be when it comes to the purpose of an army, of a military. Uh, that's never, well, that's yeah. never quite, that's been, that's been, that's been kind of blurred a little bit even in the Marine Corps, but it hasn't completely disappeared as much as the Army. I mean, General Milley damn near destroyed yeah. the U.S. Army. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he's out now. Uh, that guy, that that guy in, in his uh, seek for white rage, yeah. um, and uh, between Sarah's two moms and all these things that, look, if you got if you got kids that are LGBT, if you got friends that are LGBT, that's fine. We love them. We respect them. I got friends that are LGBT. I love them. Respect them. Point is that the military's job has nothing to do with what you do in your bedroom. No, it never has. It never has. The nature of the United States military is to seek, destroy, and eradicate America's enemies wherever mm -hmm. they are. And uh, for the 80 seconds, anywhere in the world in 18 hours or less. Um, Which I don't think people understand so, just how big of a task that is and how impressive it well, is. Most to, people will never understand that. So uh, mo most people don't, I, will never yeah. understand the nature of it. Yeah, it's a huge logistics of a f challenge. Of, yeah. So how streamlined that that deployment that we can we can have parachutes over your capital eighteen yeah. hours or less, yeah. no matter where you're at in the planet. So yeah, folks no around hiding. at dinner, and next thing you know, at breakfast you got paratroopers coming in. There's no hiding from how there is nowhere you can hide from how we could project force across the globe. No, but. That's the purpose of our military, to yeah. stay on that task. And that's the, the thing fact that's that about those, those the, carrier the, recru the recruiting standards yeah. that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. The other thing that they're doing is they're expanding the recruitment of recruiters. Yes. Oh, yes, so, they, yeah. they stopped getting, or I don't know what the term is, but they, yeah, they, they stopped. They stopped stop moving. Well, they stopped a bunch of people that are going to their B-billets for mm -hmm. uh, drill instructor school uh, or yeah. other stuff, and they were like, no, you're going to be a recruiter now. That's the thing. Recruiting duty so the, is a... Yeah. Uh, a temporary duty assignment. Correct. Yeah, it's a DOD assignment. So if, you two say, years. if you're in the Army long enough, you're going to get a DOD assignment. You either yeah. get drilled or you get recruited. Oh, you guys uh, call them DOD assignments? Uh, what? You guys call them DOD assignments? Yeah, it's a DOD billet. Oh, we just so, call them a B billet. Yeah, yeah same it's, thing, it's the same thing. Yeah. So. The same thing. But, uh, the Marine Corps has the same requirements. So does the Air Force and the Navy. Yeah, you yeah. recruiter, drill instructor, mm -hmm. um, one other one. Come on, embassy not, duty. Use the gray matter. What? Embassy duty. Embassy yeah, duty. MSG. Yeah, MSG. Yeah, MSG. There you go. So, uh, so eighth and I counts under that as well. Yeah, eighth and I. Yeah, but the the ones that do like the silent drill team and oh, all that gotcha. stuff. That's eighth and I. Would would tomb guard count? No, right? No, that's a regular thing. No, that's an actual unit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, I know it's an actual unit. But. So third. Infantry's uh, old guard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an actual. That's an actual yeah. unit. That's yeah. not a billet. That's right, right. not a. And you can BCS to it. Has very specific qualifications. You can BCS oh, yeah. to it, but that that's a. Plus, their manpower is a drop uh, in the bucket, though, compared to the big army. True. Yeah, but that's not that's not a billet you want a PCS to. Uh, yeah. uh, old <laughs> no. guard is something you want to enlist to get assigned to. 
before you develop any bad habits. <laughs> yeah. You don't drop a Hesco into, no. after four years of freaking, <laughs> you know, after four years of freaking shamming and freaking, yeah. and, and doing stuff to go shine boots and walk in formation for a living. That's, 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 that's Almost like work. the 8th Ivorines, if you look at them, <laughs> you don't see the combat action ribbons, you don't see the sea service deployment ribbons on yeah. those guys. Like, you'll see Firewatch ribbons, which they're not even giving out anymore. They stopped that, what, really? two years ago? Um, so they're, they're, they're not, they haven't been around the fleet yet. Right. So they're fresh, and all they know is drill. Yeah. yeah and and they're good at it. That, they're good at it. It works yeah. really good. Um, but I'll tell you, that's not, that's not a billet you want to jump mm -hmm. into after being in the military for a little bit, because yeah. that's a hard adjustment. But, uh. I'll tell you that they're they're also they got their quotas back up and they're putting incentives for meeting those quotas that, that could you could theoretically you oh. could be in the in the army for a little over five years and make you seven. I saw that. So well, there's I saw that. That was insane. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean Because you're being forced to go recruiting and then if if you get whatever that number of quotas like twenty four, twenty seven, something yeah. like that. And then you then you get an automatic promotion. You get automatic promotions. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And uh, it's just like uh, like uh, Angry Cops. I think covered it. Mm -hmm. You get uh, an E seven with an E five brain. Mm -hmm. With a young E five brain. And I know, and I know my very good friend, uh, <laughs> sorry Henning over there. You watch the podcast. I know you do. I know. That doesn't bode well. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I mean, you can enlist at 17 yeah. years old. So at 22, you're an E7? 22? Yeah, dude. That's very, very possible. Well, the thing is that you don't remain in that B building. Right. So yeah. now that... Now you're going to be a platoon sergeant. Now that... And oh, have no idea oh, no, what no, you're no, doing. No, 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 no. That guy's going to go back to the airborne. Right. So. Oh, Oh, to go screw up a freaking platoon because he don't know jagged shit. And I just got to sit there and freaking and go with all the school knowledge, all the stuff he learned at school, but none of the tricks. You know, I, <laughs> but no, none of the wisdom. Yeah. None of the wisdom. All the knowledge, none of the wisdom. Or the DWIs. You know, the DWIs and the, the divorces. divorces. You know, none, none of the wisdom. <laughs> he, he get, he's still driving the Charger. Yeah. 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 26%. It hasn't interest. been repossessed. He, no. he, he's still driving that by the time he makes fucking E7. That's, that's, that's crazy to me. But 26% interest. Mm -hmm. He's been lucky. Wow. He may have just gotten rid of his uh, stripper wife. <laughs> and, uh, not and a 22, you know, he but not, not a 22, probably not. But, no. But yeah, it's. Uh, no, not the first one yet. It's, uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I don't. I mean, but. God, but I can't even fathom that a twenty-two-year-old E7. But that's still better. That's still better than. I think you've seen that since World War II with combat promotions, you know. Oh, right. You're but, filling dead man's boots, but I mean, who else is going to do it? Yeah. You know? oh, right. There's nobody else. Yeah. Right. So, and mean, you did see regular like twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five-year-old first sergeants. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that that's a, but that first sergeant in. It's just outside of France and fucking... 40, and has been through four years 40, of combat. And 45, you know what I mean? Or whatever, right. like he's... Been in combat like, for four straight years. Like if you, if you were if you were a leg, you probably went through the Africa campaign, 
probably fought your way through Italy. By the time D-Day came around, you've probably been duking it out with the Germans for a hot minute now. And you get that battlefield promotion, that dude's salty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it so it don't matter. But you're looking at now some E5 that's been peacetime his entire career. And it's just hard up, to fathom, you know. Picking up E7. Well, you guys have been experiencing that the entire Marine Corps. Because you guys could get E7s that got nothing to do with your billet. Well, yeah, but the Marine Corps' mindset's different, though. Correct. Correct. It is different. I was talking about this with someone else the other day. The The thing is, like, I got out as a sergeant, and as a sergeant of Marines, it doesn't matter what your MOS is, you're a sergeant. Mm -hmm. So you have an expectation to lead those Marines or be responsible for them at the very minimum. All right. They don't have to be yours, but mm -hmm. they are yours. Mm-hmm. Because you're the sergeant, you're the highest ranking, you're the most senior guy. And that's instilled from day one. Even in, at a recruit basic training, out of all the recruits, someone's in charge. Mm -hmm. Of all the recruits, like, you have to figure out who it is, and someone takes charge and they get fucked up for all it, you know. But they instill that there's always someone to make the decisions. Right. Um, not totally unlike the, the was a little group of paratroopers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Elgops, the rule of the Elgops. Yeah. It, you know what the Elgops are? No, not a close. Of course you don't. Of course <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Suck it, crunchy yeah. bitch. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, little group of paratroopers. Yeah, you're really fucking asbestos gloves. <laughs> mittens. <laughs> They They're give, mittens. They give them Baker's mittens. Yeah. Fucking Sally's. They're so much so, better than Baker's mittens. Yeah. <laughs> so much better. Coffee tastes like shit, but... You run a 50 cal at full full blast for like 200 rounds. They put on one of those asbestos gloves, you don't feel a damn thing. They're great. Yeah. I've done that. But, uh, exactly that. <laughs> so the little group of paratroopers... Uh, El, or the rule of the Elgops. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, is off the premise that... <laughs> When you jump out of an aircraft, uh, once you land, mm -hmm. depending on the chaos of, right. the, of the drop zone, uh, you start forming little groups of paratroopers. Mm -hmm. uh, the highest ranking person in that group, that's whose objective you just right. adopt. Just picked up, yeah. So, that's why you all learn everybody's objectives. So you, so on an on airborne op order, you, you typically learn all of the objectives mm -hmm. from Alpha through freaking through Delta, you know, all of them, fuck you, right. Alpha, Baker, freaking Howard Bravo, whoever, depending on where, mm -hmm. no matter where you're at. So you learn them all, and because you can end up, you can end up hauling ammo for 319th field artillery, uh, you can end up freaking, <laughs> you can end up freaking uh, trying to fucking set up barricades for freaking, for, for damn aviation, you can probably, you can end up with engineers, you can end up with with three two seven signal, you can end up with whoever you know. It's just so you know you gotta know all these objectives. So you can end up. You started your freaking deployment with your Charlie Company, and now you're uh, now you're a rifleman, second platoon alpha. Yeah. Because uh, the platoon sergeant fucking just scooped you up, and he needed fucking bodies. And uh, at some point, of course, you know you go back. Of course, of course, at some point, there's a there's a point of full stop and reorganizing, and then you reconfigure your your outfits. But unless you're one um, nine, but you yeah, know. I mean, yeah, one yeah, <laughs> nine, uh, what a toilet flush that was. But um, <clears throat> but um, there. Uh, but for the most part, you know, you, you learn to collaborate with everybody, and you learn a lot of different jobs and right. cross training, mm -hmm. a lot of things. But uh, 
it's not a, it's not as organic as uh, saying to point together from the same fixed platform. Like, right. Freaking, you come into theater on a boat, you come up with all your mates, you come in through theater on a plane with all you guys. Uh, in an airborne chalk, uh, your your airborne chalk is designated depending on where on the drop zone your objective is. So, yeah. So if the drop zone is a little square like that or whatever, then objective alpha is for Alpha Company, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, so on and so forth. So you're going to be somewhere in that plane where that plane is projected to pass over that objective where theoretically you should be jumping over. So you land about if all the stars aligned. If all the stars align in a perfect world, this is normally where you would be in reference to the ground mm -hmm. objective. So you can have the biggest uh, possibility of joining up with the rest of Charlie. So say there's elements of Charlie in every plane because every time a plane goes through that piece of geography, Charlie guys should be exiting that that part in the air. So in your chalk, and it's the tactical crossload element too. So if yep. you lose a bird, you need to lose all your machine gun sections or all of your combo guys, you know, you, it's, a, it's a hodgepodge, so every company lost somebody if a plane goes down. Um, you didn't put both radios yeah, on the same you, plane. You, you didn't put it, yeah. You, so it's not as, a, not as organic, which makes uh, paratroopers uh, unique in, in a sense where you have to be able to trust people that are not in your company. You have to be able to collaborate with them. So, like, there was a point in time there where I pretty much knew just about everybody in that battalion, you know how good I network anyways. Right. That's always been a thing that I've done. So I, there was a point where I I knew just about every single person <laughs> in that battalion. If I didn't know their name, I had met them. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, this thousand people <laughs> or whatever, you know, so. Um, Start recognizing the name tapes. That's, that's yeah. what I go off like, Yeah, I, I remember that name tape. Like, yeah, it's. It's uh, but in, in turn, you know, they, they, you know, a lot of them knew me, so it was mm -hmm. kind of one of those things, and uh, you end up. It makes it so easier too, like when oh you, yeah, when you know, because you end up on a detail. Let's say you're you're on a trash picking up detail. You end up with Bravo or Char or Charlie or Delta, whatever. It don't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, we we've we've all we've all been outside the billets drinking beer. We all know each other. We've been on jumps together. We've been in the field together. We all gone through gunnery together. We know we're not in the same company, so I didn't see you all last week, but I saw you the week before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just. But that um, mindset is not. Yeah. As widespread. It, like, oh, dude! Another thing, we know who the shipback sergeants are, because word gets around. Oh yeah, of so, course. <laughs> so. So you got a sergeant that came over from Alpha, you know. You're like, oh, fuck, that guy? Oh, man, you know, I heard stories, bro. Mm -hmm. That dude's a douche. And, you know, so there's, there's a lot of uh, interoperability in that. But, like, Big Army, I've seen that it doesn't matter if you're a, you know, starting first class, you go over to another unit that's not your MOS specialty, you'll have, like, an E5 sergeant talk back to you, and there's no fucking recourse on that mm -mm. which that doesn't exist in the airborne or the marine corps well i mean i'm saying like right like currently oh because right. i never heard of that because well, i was in my units my brother was comes in from anywhere he was telling me about that from stuff oh no not 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 us man you gotta be if you're not if you're not airborne well, i'll listen to you oh, i get that it's just you you could you and see that doesn't exist in the marine corps that's that was we, we even listen to the air wingers so we get we get some some leg, whatever. I don't care if you did. If you're in the Battle of the Bulge, I don't want to hear it. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's the only yeah. legs that you would listen to. Guys that have been through some shit, you know, you, you run into some freaking leggy seven that's that's got freaking goddamn combat patch and fucking CIB and so on. I was like, all right. So, yeah. well, I'm going to shut the fuck up and do what the fuck Well, and that's another thing that's different between the Marine Corps and the Army is Marine Corps doesn't wear any of that stuff. Any of their accolades on their utility uniform. Mm-hmm. And I think that's by design, because to, to the big Marine Corps, it doesn't matter. If you're a sergeant, you're a sergeant of Marines, period. If you're a gunnery sergeant, you're a gunnery sergeant. It doesn't matter what your history is. You have that responsibility and the expectation mm-hmm. to do that job of leading the Marines b- below you. So, And they're held accountable by the, their higher-ups. So you now don't want to see. We want to see. We want to see because if you if you've been around for a while and you don't have that expert infantryman's badge and you're in charge of freaking, I I want to know. I want to know if you can do so at least skill level one task and your uniform better tell me because. Uh, and, and I get that. And the Marine Corps has got I think five devices they can wear. Right. And it's they're I think they're all army devices, but I mean we're are pulled from the army. Your airborne wings, both flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, your aviation wings, scuba bubble. Mm-hmm. I think both flavors of aviation, silver and gold. Halo. And halo. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, you may, I mean, the recon, um, the, Raider, no. the Raiders don't have anything. Um, I don't know. I mean. Uh, now, I know some of the Marines that would go through Ranger School. Right. They'd sew their tab on the inside of their pocket. It wasn't authorized, but they could flip it up and it'd be in the same location like you know, right. the Army would have it. But mm-hmm. Because Marines could go through range school. Yeah. They do all the time. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's crazy. But the other thing for recruitment I'd like to mention, though, is that recently, within the last couple of weeks, the Air Force and the Space Force uh, raised their recruiting age limit to 42. I still want to go yeah, every time you, you say you space force space. It's true. So that's why, that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna try to enlist in the space force, right? Or commission, whichever. Now we got enough power. If I commission in the space force, bro, <laughs> I don't think I'd stop laughing. I think I'd be, <laughs> I think I think the next episode after that would just be an hour straight of just me laughing. Yeah. I just that's crazy, man. Yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. I'm gonna Space Force. Space Officer fought in Fallujah back in 04. Yeah, <laughs> what, what the fuck? What would they call you? Like, uh, surplus to requirements, more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> Useless lump. <laughs> Should be walking out. Where are my space tanks at? Yes. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> those are getting developed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what do they call their, their, the first their officers? officers. What they call, uh, probably the same thing as the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Which is the same thing as the Army. I don't think so. I do. Well, they're called Guardians. They, they are. Yeah, yeah. The, any troop in the air. Anybody the that tells their freaking... They, they, we're going to call you... Dude, their, their ranks got to be fucking badass, Not, bro. Well, I think their rank structure, the names of their ranks are the same as... The armies in the air. I'm looking it up right now. No imagination. I'm about to. Bro. Okay, specialists. Oh, oh come on. Fifth of the enlisted ones. E1. Now they look different. Oh, they're like Star Trek all the way. 
Um, no, nah, which one are you looking at? Because some of them were like, no, that that's not, that cannot be. This is. You didn't name them Guardians. I know they named them Guardians, but the rank, the actual rank. What the fuck are they guarding? The in space. Yeah, it, they're not there. Yeah, what you're looking at is is a uh, is something that actually happened when um, when Space Force Force got uh. Dude, you gotta see that. Let me see it. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> That's, that's bullshit. No, you're bullshit. That's Dude. absolutely true. What site is that on? Military.com. I'm on Military.com. Uh, it's completely different. Uh, no. Here, let's go straight to the Space Force website. Same as the Air I Force. I mean... As the Air Force uses, like, one stripe per rank. So an E-7 will have seven stripes. An E-8 will have eight stripes. So E E-1 through 4, they're all just specialists. All Specialist 1, Specialist 2, Specialist 3, Specialist 4. Then you got E5 is still a sergeant. Then 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 it mirrors the Air Force. Sergeant, Tech Sergeant, Master Sergeant, Senior Master Sergeant. How is there no SpaceForce.mil? There is. He's on it right now. I just try to get to it. They said no. They heard you. Are you blocking my shit? They heard you. <laughs> they said you wanted to commission. They're like, nah, nothing. They're guardians. Yeah, they're called guardians. Yeah, that's what I mean, bro. Oh, okay. So Guardians will wear Air Force rank insignia until the Space Force finalizes its own rank. Ah, so they don't have one yet. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. They are the same as the Air Force right now. So they are putting spaceships on their shoulders. But instead of airmen, <laughs> they're specialists. They're putting spaceships on the shoulders with stripes, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Don't do it. They're called Guardians, bro. Don't, Come on, don't man. Do it. <laughs> you know they're going to go with some goofy... Like a fucking, I'm waiting for the Marine Corps to have their space division, like so we have the space Marines. Fucking class A's with the Mandarin collar. Oh yeah. The freaking yeah, dude, come uh, on, man. Yeah, they're gonna they're, go with that. Their officers, I'm pretty sure, it's gonna be the same as the rest of the rest of the branches. The only branch that deviates is the Navy, and it's traditional. So yeah, the Navy's got a fuck ton of uniforms and yeah, traditions. Three. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do have the dumbest uniform in the world. Oh. And Which the one? Oldest? The blue digis. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's fall yeah, into the, the ocean. Blue digis? How the fuck are we going to find you, bro? Yeah. They were jealous. Just to blend in with you the go, water? What do you blend? You blend in with water? Is that the yeah. opposite of what you need to do? <laughs> yeah. You know why they didn't use the Marpat? Because the Marines wouldn't let them? Yeah. Because well, they <laughs> copyrighted it. Because it's copyright. Yeah. No, some, some sailors do use it. Well, those are Fleet Marine Force. They're off. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. not. But, yeah. That's Corman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's different, but... It's yeah. pretty much our Marines, except in name. Yeah, that's it. No, they're Doc. Well, theirs is Navy. Yeah, oh, they're, they're Fleet Marine Force. But, when, they, uh, when they go to a funeral, they wear the whites. Yeah, So, but the... Uh, I don't know why they got rid of the utility, <laughs> like their regular utility uniform. They went to that stupid blue digi. I don't know. It's so dumb. Never joined the Navy. Did, yeah, but they spent billions in that damn uniform, bro. Still not as bad as the armies, though. True. The ACU was a lot more of a waste of money. The ACU? Yeah. The ACU was an absolute Blended failure. with gravel? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, not no, even. No, it blends in more with, like, a, a shitty tile or couches. And terrible quality, too. Yeah, it was. And Velcro everywhere. Oh, yeah. I've got, uh, what was, what's the new flavor... Uh, o OCP. Oh. Is it OCP? We, we called it like, uh, what was it called? Uh, Multicam. Multi yeah. yeah. So I have one of those tops that my brother gave me. Mm. I got my old Marpat top too. And I was like, let's look at the difference here. 
dude, Marine Corps stuff all in. I know you wore it for a time, and the Marine Corps is like, we're just going to go with normal stuff and just regular buttons. Yeah, and that was the thing. The whole reason that the Army went from BDUs to ACUs was because of the Marine Corps, because the Marine Corps' digital pattern. The Army wanted to replicate it somehow, but they absolutely failed in doing so. The yeah, thing well, is, they had the OCP before. Right, they did. So it was an option before the ACU. Yeah. But whoever proposed it got a serious promotion. That, uh, no, that person's in jail. And are they? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if I remember correctly, the, the general that spearheaded that ended up. I don't know if he's actually in jail or if he had to pay a fuck ton of money to stay out of jail or what the whole deal was. What was he doing? Backdoor deals. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he nice. forced it because he he on a roundabout way owned the companies that made them. Well, it was obvious. It was obvious to everybody that was carrying a rifle for a living. Yeah, everybody that had to wear the damn thing. Yeah, everybody had to. That, that somebody got paid off. Oh, for sure. It was obvious because that uniform blended in nowhere, failed all the tests. Yep. And it was it was publicized that yeah. it failed all the tests. So it, the the OCP or the multicam yeah. was the one that, that came up front runner. It was Army Times. Yeah, and it went with the shittiest one because it belonged to some fucking douchebag. And I, what I want to know is how many how many soldiers died as a consequence of not being able to blend in with some with the environment. The old BDU like, blended in better than that. <clears throat> I must like, say, they should be responsible for all of them. Like if you like, that just should be a thing. Like if you died wearing that horrible camouflage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family should be entitled. Your to family should be entitled to some kind of compensation because it, it's it's hard to tell, but but I'm pretty sure that if you took enemy fire, uh, I wouldn't say so much about IEDs, but if you took enemy fire by IE rocket propelled grenades, mm-hmm. or fucking direct fire, fire yeah. direct fire, you were wearing that uniform when when you you died. Your family should be. You stuck out like a sore so thumb. You couldn't blend it anywhere, bro. Yeah. There's parts of Kunar, man, northern Afghanistan, and some of these other places where you can see a squad of freaking yeah. uh, 101st guys just walking the ridge, and they, they, they weren't even highlighted by the, the, the they weren't even walking on the top of the ridge, they just walking alongside of it. You can mm-hmm. see them. Clear as day. It's a full click away. You're like, Jesus. Damn. Mm hmm. <laughs> Like, there they are. And that's the thing, you know, the biggest indicator, like, for anybody that wants to argue that point, of like, oh, no, it was a good camouflage scheme. I don't know anybody nobody. would. Right. Nobody. But the biggest indicator would be name a vehicle that was painted the same camouflage scheme. <laughs> yeah. Name one vehicle that was painted the same camouflage scheme. Because there are plenty of vehicles that were painted in uh, woodland green or BDU, yeah. which is what we wore back in the day. That's what or I started with. Or uh, there's plenty of vehicles that are painted uh, plain, solid color, green or tan. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of vehicles that are now being painted, converted to uh, the multicam pattern, or the what is it called? The o- OCP. OCP is what I've heard. OCP pattern. So yeah. there, there Which, are and weapons. Yeah, weapons are being were painted the same kind of camouflage pattern oh, that we man. were wearing. You know how hard it is to get some of these commanders to realize that black guns stand out. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't paint your weapons. Only special forces can. Man, my, we all gotta hide, damn it. My M4 in Iraq was like so. They're looking for soldiers, not bushes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that family guy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys are idiots. He's a clown. Yeah. He's a clown. <laughs> you guys are idiots. They're looking for soldiers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the OCP's a by scientific standards, a better camouflage than the Marine Corps Marpat. 
Mm. Yes, it, it, because it, it works more better. Yeah. yeah, it's a better single camouflage. Mm -hmm. The Marine Corps is just kind of stuck in the ways. Uh, but the Marine Corps has variants on that camouflage. They have a woodland and a desert for yes. camouflage pattern. Yes, and they also have a winter. They have a snow one. Do they? Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yes, they have a snow one. Um, but do they have a water one? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not, U.S. Navy? Because it's fucking stupid. Because it's dumb. <laughs> like, I would have understood if the Navy went to a rogue guard vest orange. Right. Top and bottom. Right. That would make sense. I would have been like, you know what? But they couldn't. Sense. They, they couldn't sense. because of the carrier operation guys. Right. They, they already like, wear you know, colored. And reflective, high visibility stuff. Well, they, they're color coded for their. Mm -hmm. For a specific job yeah. on deck. Yeah. But they had the regular like y'all y'all watch watch Space Force when they get a when they get a utility uniform it's gonna be fucking black with like white specks in it. Oh fuck white. you Starlight. <laughs> oh fuck you. That's blending with space. God damn oh. Different sizes. Yeah. This star's further than this one. They're gonna call it something stupid too, like nighttime urban or some crap like that. You know, <laughs> constellation camouflage. Yeah, constellation, constellation camouflage. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Constellation <laughs> pattern. Yeah. Oh my god. What the fuck? The, the void uniform. The void uniform. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, man. Those people, man. They, they don't forget you can put spaceships inside of our uh, with stripes. Little spaceships. Man, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah, as soon as they finalize the design of their rank structure, yeah, it's probably going to look Star Trek y as shit. It is. Like I mean, look at their main logo. Well, it's not. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How could you look at that? And a lot of people have called them out for, like, um, Bogart and, like, anything sci fi from, like, Star Trek to Battlestar Galactica. But why wouldn't they? To, what else do you got to go by? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to go off a of popular sci-fi space forces. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. so, like, their dress uniform right now is that diagonal thing that looks yeah, like straight out of Battlestar Galactica. That, over, that over pectoral freaking thing with yeah. the Mandarin collar. Yeah. Like, right out of Battlestar Galactica. And he fucking with people, too. It's like, no, that's not Battlestar Galactica. That's the original, like, Patton's tank crew uniform. Well, it, it is. It, 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 it kind of is. Kinda, it resembles. It, it. resembles. It, that's, it also it. resembles a chef's coat. That's right. 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 That's uh, right. So does the Navy. But you, can, <laughs> but you can say whatever you want to say about it. You know, it's just kind of, I don't know, man. Those freaking people, man. As soon as they call themselves Guardians, I was, I was like, I'm over it. Yeah. I was like, it's done. This really? Is, Guardians of the Galaxy? What, you dipshits take a boat or something? Was at the same time that movie was being really like, super popular. So it's yeah. right around yeah, that same right. time, too. It's like, oh, Guardians, mm -hmm. oh, shit. Why are you going through an obstacle course in basic training, then? Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, they qualify on, on M16s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for why? Where are the yeah. phasers? Yeah, they should carry tasers. That's how you <laughs> Just to just just be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just tasers. That's all you get. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Those people, man, I don't understand it. They gotta do something goofy. I'm gonna balls off if somebody actually gets one past the all the, uh, the scrutiny and like the people trying to like weed out stuff. Mm -hmm. Get some rank structure in there. It looks, looks like out of Starship Troopers, bro. Which is based on the Nazis. You know what they're gonna do? <laughs> you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna they, they're gonna get ahead of the Marine Corps and coin the first Space Marines. Fuck, they will. They, oh, they will. They will. Marine will not let that happen. The, oh. oh. Marine Corps is going to have to eat it. Ooh, yeah. Eat it. 
<laughs> the first first guys out there in power armor. Yeah. Again. Get a space shuttle door gunner. Yeah. Walking around with that crazy ass exoskeleton. That That's fine. They can have door gunners. <laughs> Look at that, that that crazy ass exoskeleton that we're feeling. Yeah. Or what? Yeah, that's they're always trying the exoskeleton thing. You can't you can't do three to five second rushes in that thing, bro. No, that's the thing. You can't get low enough to the ground either. You don't have to. Well, you do. You don't have any fucking armor on. Yeah. So you know, a fucking eight foot tall fucking person that yeah. can't squat. <laughs> you know, they can't, they can't take a knee to get away from fucking small arms. Master problem. Chief, right? Now, there's like little robotic dogs could be useful for just moving gear. Oh, well, they had the mule for a while, that little, uh, little yeah. M-Gator yeah. Yeah. thing. They had that the for Boston a while. Dynamics robot. Boston Dynamics yeah. fucking uh, mule. Yeah. That was a thing for a while. But What I see next for the Space Force probably isn't a, a Marine thing, but the Space Force trying to inject themselves into that Special Operations Funds. Just like the Air Force did with their weather tellers? They have the, their own budget. Hell yeah. Well, Space Force already has special operations? They are essentially special operations. They are special operations. They're their own service branch. There exactly. There isn't anything conventional about space, bro. Or anything about space. But the force, nothing. The force itself is not... Um, no, there's nothing conventional about them. You look up what they put this way. They fucking came around and told you we're well, special operations. What you do? Oh, special force. Well, well fuck. fuck it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can curse at them, but they don't need it because they. they what? What are they gonna do? My definition of the word. I mean, but yeah, you know, fuck those guys. Fuck <laughs> <Like> you. <laughs> they go fuck off with zero gravity for all I give a shit. Um. <clears throat> They don't have special operations yet. That's what I'm waiting on. They're gonna they're gonna somehow try to dip into that special operations. Well, yeah, they have to. A lot of the stuff they they're gonna be doing, even in time of war, is gonna be classified. So goddamn classified. So. No, we're bullshitting, sitting around like you know, fantasizing about sci-fi crap. That imagine what they do is satellite tracking mostly. Um, what they say they do. Right. Yeah. What's officially a part of their their thing is satellite tracking um, anything in space yeah anything military in space what they actually do yeah. i would dare to say that the purpose or basically what the space force does has been around since the first satellite went into the orbit though it was partially used to do right yeah so kind of totally like, the preview of the, the air force the air force space op spatial operation there's uh, what's it called space operations command or something like that yeah but they are super secret, highly classified back then. Well, that's what these guys are. Mm -hmm. So, because the Air Force was like, no, we're not calling But they just need more money now. No, we're not calling you Guardians. Well, we want our own branch. Well, it was Trump that did that. Yeah, Trump. Because <laughs> he's a fucking child. But <laughs> 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 well, he put his name on it. He fucking created the fucking Space Force. Like, come on. I got, I got it. Signed I up. That's badass, but you fucking child. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so grow up, man. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, Space Force, really? They're trying to throw you in jail, bro. Worry about that shit. <laughs> oh, my God, man. But, <sighs> Lord have mercy, man. But, yeah, we were talking also about, uh, like, these little conversations, these little things is usually how we 
this is what what sprouted this podcast to begin with. It was mm-hmm. kind of like the the just us sitting there, uh, just BSing under a tree or something, just kind of like talking uh, about things. But for me, um, it ties in with Veterans Day pretty good, and uh, so the idea of recording, uh, having like a recorded little history of conversations and just who you are just kind of getting a glimpse of what the hell you're you're up to you know what you're thinking about came from this guy called eric varela uh otherwise affectionately known as sunny so sunny uh died a few years ago from uh from cancer none of us knew that he had cancer and um and uh before he passed away we had a conversation on facebook we were bsing and he didn't say about podcasting because podcasting wasn't as prevalent uh, as it is nowadays. But he's the one that that said, you know, record record these, you know, these yeah. moments for your kids. Um, record these moments, you know, for your kids and for those that love you and whatever, just so they can actually go back in time and forever and ever and ever, as long as we live, mm-hmm. uh, your family members are going to be able to go come back to this little moment in time. And, uh, and and just watch you laugh and watch you talk, you know, no matter how old right. you get or how dead you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be able to come back and be like, oh, that's the guy I knew, you know, because it's, it's, uh, it's, and I, I gave it some thought and it, it made sense, but I just didn't know how to go about it. Right. And that idea I kind of rolled into, into our conversations that we were having and with, and with you, Farmer, and then next thing you know, it was kind of like, Oh shit! Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, we can actually yeah, yeah. put something together. It's part of the reason I've so, stuck to it and invested what I've invested into yeah, it is because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, we've never had that conversation before. But I had the same no. kind of mindset. Like, yeah, when I go or when I get old or even it doesn't matter. I mean, this is this is oral history mm-hmm. from yeah, our pers- even for, individual even perspectives. Yeah, even you know? for us, our individual perspective. Yeah, you know, and we're only each of us are only one person. We can each mm-hmm. observe one aspect of life our own yeah mm-hmm. that's it we just have one person's viewpoint of everything else that's going around that's why we get together and discuss and talk and try to bring up stuff and history and, and current we, events and all that stuff we do have a good mix here too well not with you there's too many white people in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's no diversity the walls don't count <laughs> oh my god dude oh. you know I'm not white right <laughs> Yeah, so I said to him, it's usually like a mix, at least it's half brown in this moment. <laughs> this fucking guy. You know, he's wearing red suspenders under that, right? Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll take the shirt yeah. off right now. Don't do it, please. You don't want to lose viewers. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll recover. <laughs> hey, eventually, yeah. yeah take a, statistically speaking, we should, you know. I mean, hell, Steven Crowder's still talking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that dude about beat his wife on camera. Mm-hmm. Did he though? No, he just talked a lot of shit to her. But that's to be expected. He's a bit of a crybaby. He can. He has been. So I've seen a couple of his things. He kind of went off the hook. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, he's a bit of crybaby. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, he's done a great job with him and his people. He's done built a huge business, a huge following. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So credits due to him. Yeah. You know, yeah. He really pushed uh, pushed the envelope on a lot of things. Really made a lot of people think. To be honest, with those uh, change my mind uh, episodes right. that he's done, he was very respectful to a lot of people that shouldn't, that didn't deserve any respect. True. Um, <clears throat> so, but uh, but yeah, I mean, but that's that's the whole purpose of uh, 
you know, one of the one of the little side quests of our uh, of our podcast. Just kind of record record ourselves just to in this time and place, and just kind of have that that little thing there for posterity. But also in the process of that, trying to encourage you guys to kind of think outside the box, look at what's going on, um, and maybe maybe even have some kind of commonality with us. It's like, man, I'm right. not the only one that's thinking that this shit that's happening nowadays is crazy. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks this is bonkers. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, if you don't have that that group of people, kind of like we have today, you know, then maybe you can at least watch this or listen to this wherever you're at, and just kind of like, oh shit, I'm not alone. This this shit right. is crazy, you know. And then do your research, start looking around, and start digging in there, and try to find out what's what. When you see stuff about Palestine, remember, unless you've got access to the metadata of that video that's being shot. And to be perfectly honest, 100%, I pulled out one of those videos, ripped it, checked out the metadata blank. Nice. So these guys are these guys are buffing. <laughs> yep. But the only metadata I got, I couldn't see the device. Right. I originally found it. The I couldn't see the the only thing I got out of that metadata was resolution really? and size. It, that, that I can't that you can't erase. Yep. That's there. Yeah, yeah. That's because part, it, that's it part, is the that's video. a property yeah. of the video. Yep. But. I couldn't extract any metadata that made any kind of sense. So wow. no data filming, no nothing. You know, so a lot of these things don't fall trap for this stuff because that's what they want you to do. Yeah. They want to keep you divided. They want to keep people thinking in opposite directions and pulling in opposite directions so they can do their own freaking nefarious nonsense uh, right under your nose. Right. So this stuff in Israel is freaking crazy. A lot of people are dying on both sides of the freaking fence there. Mm-hmm. Uh, It'll stop at some point. Unfortunately, yeah. it'll probably stop with the eradication of these people because it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to get worse before it gets a lot better. I think it's going to involve most of the world, if not the entire world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's the direction it's going. That's at least my opinion about these indicators that we talked about today, right? And, and what's going on and what's being prepared for. We're hurtling, um, we're hurtling into World War Three, yeah. and don't don't mistake it for one second that uh, we do have bad actors of terror inside our nation. Uh, oh. with, with Joe Biden's horrible freaking border policies and whatever that he's done, yeah. uh, this traitor has uh, opened the door for bad things to happen to all of us. And uh, <clears throat> so just be vigilant, head on a swivel, love your family, love your neighbors, but pay attention to this stuff because uh, they may deny that there was a training camp in Mexico, but I'm going to tell you that as far as uh, operational security goes, Having a training camp just before your line of departure is mm-hmm. we do it with yeah. CRC. Yeah. yeah. You go to CRC before you jump, before you go. Yep. Make sure your freaking SRP packets are together, everything's good to go. You got your freaking will and your testament, everything's good to go, your mm-hmm. shots are up to date. And make sure you got all the latest and the greatest intel classes and what you're about to go do, and then you launch. That's, you know, depending on what kind of CRC you do, you can end up, CRC could up to include ISOFAC, you know, going into something. So having a training facility that ramps up these guys before they cross the border is super freaking important. Because once they get to Mexico, they know that that is, that, that is no longer a choke point for them. Right. If they have a training camp south of the border, that means that they have unfettered access through the line of departure into the area of operations without any chance of interception, uh, which is why they don't train them. Well, they try, try not to train them prior. 
Mm -hmm. If you get captured along the way, you have a lot of information yep. that you've acquired before you depart it. And if you get captured along the way, they're going to extract a lot of it. But if you don't know Dick, mm -hmm. you get down there, and then you get all your knowledge, and then you launch, ain't nobody going to intercept you. No, and your biggest so, hurdle is Border Patrol, which they're not doing much because yeah, they're I mean, by their you orders. You don't have to talk to them. Or the local law enforcement. You don't have to talk to them. Well, local law enforcement is is trying to do stuff, but there, there, there's only it's you, a, ca you catch a BB right in a pickup truck doing something. Let's say, let's say he's not he don't even have bombs or nothing, nothing crazy. He's speeding. What are you gonna do? You can't do You can't do anything. Mm -mm. So let's say he doesn't have driver's license. You can't do anything. Mm -mm. You ticket him. About it, with, your, with it, whatever information. I mean, you, if he, you, if you suspect the, that he's falsely ID, and then that's a different right. story. You can go in a different direction. But it's not a whole lot you can do, unless you got some enhancers that, that, that you could assist you in an arrest. Right. It's not a whole lot you can do. Uh, so, so yeah, they, they, this is the, the southern border is no longer a choke point. Mm -hmm. It's unfettered access from line departure into the air operations into and into our rear, basically. Yeah. So. But they're not General, staying at the rear. They they travel. No, no, it's our rear because our front lines is the border. Right. If they get into, if they get a mile into Texas, they're in our rear. Right. So, it's uh, and it was facilitated by Ricardo Mayorkas, the head of Homeland Security, who's now facing impeachment proceedings. Mm -hmm. So they're bringing articles of impeachment. That guy should face a fire. I don't know how the hell he's facing impeachment. He wasn't elected. Well, you can question it, but I saw oh, it. I got you. I saw it. No, I, I'm not questioning yeah. that, you, that that's Marjorie happening. Taylor, I'm just Marjorie wondering Taylor, why they're doing Marjorie that. Marjorie Taylor Greene brought it up. <clears throat> Articles of impeachment. But, so yeah, so uh, this man was uh, was proposing to get full and control, full control access to the, the budget for Department of Homeland Security in order to shift funds away from ICE. I mean, what's the purpose of that? You know, there's a lot. I mean, so there's a lot is what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. uh, we could talk on that topic for hours. But do your research. Look it up. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And uh, <clears throat> it's not all good. But, but yeah, freaking, that's about all I got, man. So we got, yeah. uh, we don't have anything else for you guys. So just make sure that you, uh, you give us a like on, you know, hit the like button, subscribe. Before we go, do you have a YouTube channel we can plug or something? Not right now, no. Oh, oh, oh yeah, well, you what do. You, well, what are your plans? What are your plans? Do you lie to us? I, I mean, I do have I do have a channel. There we go. I don't have anything on it yet. What is it? It's uh, it's just, it's Mr. Farmer Johnson. Mr. Farmer Johnson on YouTube. Um, I do have my off-road channel. What is that one? Uh, Farmer Johnson Off-Road. Farmer Johnson Off-Road. That's obviously... Geared towards off-roading. You don't say. Yeah. I wonder how it got its name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This fucking dude, man. Yeah. So. Before oh, you go, give me a slice of your birthday cake. Of course. Or you can have a. I just want a slice of the birthday cake. Oh yeah, the the Brain Corp birthday yeah. cake. Yeah, that's funny. The Brain Corp birthday Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, but uh. But yeah, so give us a like and subscribe. Uh, don't forget, don't forget to follow us 
on all the other social media platforms. Like I said, we're on Patreon. We're gonna be on. A, yeah, hell yeah. We're gonna be on. A, Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. <laughs> Fucking thanks for keeping America America. That's disgusting. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a circus animal crackers. That's right. Yep. That's, that's what this is. That's right. All oh, mushed into a Kit Kat bar. Yeah. He's a freaking pill press. This ain't bad. Oh, it's not the best, but but yeah, damn, yeah, but no. My brain hasn't decided whether this is good or not. So, like us, like us, and subscribe. And I mean, you could check out Farmer's Channel. You don't have dig in it, so you got a couple. You got a couple videos, right? They're older, but I mean, you got a couple things on. On my off-road channel. Okay, the off-road channel is where my he has his content channel, right now. I've got, I've got all my content. I've got some older stuff from when I ran my company. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but now I've just got some off-roading stuff. All right. We'll, we'll be sure to put a link in, yeah, we're in the description of this video. Okay. We're looking forward to collaborate with you. I actually got, um, I made contact with a videographer. Oh. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. You just you just added us on um, outstanding on, uh, on IG. It's local from here. Oh, right. uh, from Cove. That's awesome. So as soon as I start talking to him, I'll plug him. I wonder if he's the one that's got that Volkswagen Golf. I don't know, man. There's a there's a four door Golf that was running around that had the gyro set up on the back corner. I don't think he's that that I don't think his budget's that big. Oh, okay. But he does some pretty decent videos. Um, I don't know. So we're looking at we're looking at some some collabs and whatnot. So we we'll throw you in there because it's more applicable for what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah. But like I said a dozen times, like, subscribe. Yeah. Share. Don't forget share. Comment. We're on Spotify. Call us out if you're wrong. Amazon Music, Patreon. We're on all the social medias. Um, we're not geniuses. We don't claim to have all the facts. So if we're wrong on something, let us know. Yeah. Comments. Mm -hmm. Comments. Give us comments. Give us some feedback. And uh, let us know, you know, and uh, yeah. We always keep that, all comments open. Nothing's <clears throat> restricted. Yeah, besides that, that's all I got. So see you guys. Uh, see you guys some, if we're still here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if <laughs> yeah, if we don't melt away in a ball of fire. You know, thanks, Biden. <laughs> all right, bye.